everybody, and welcome to episode 367 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here with me in the mystical, magical Austin Cook Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, patreon.com slash laser time. Yeah, king of Obamagate, Chris Antis. <laughs> and <laughs> retired 80s action star, Matthew Allen. And special guest... Smart reporter, Kayla Zubom. Yay! Well, thanks for joining Zubom? us. It's going to be a fun week. I know I say that every week, but this week it's especially true because friend of the show, Dave Rudden, came to us with a suggestion, and that suggestion oh. was, hey, you know how uh, Schwarzenegger is reprising his role as Dutch for the Predator game? You're spoiling the news segment, yeah, man. Everybody knows it. They don't pay attention to us just for yeah, news. We really did spoil that <laughs> five-day-old news story tonight. <laughs> Uh, Schwarzenegger is trickling back into video games, one guest appearance at a time, and I, th- I think it's well, it's only strange in that like there have always been Schwarzenegger games, every mm-hmm. movie he's ever mm-hmm. done, yeah, but he's never really lent his himself to any of those, except and, for like Mobile Strike, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but well, now more, yeah. but the, now more I mean, than he, ever, he would lend his likeness, but yeah, I don't think he ever yeah. did any voice stuff he's, for the most he's part. He's done a later. few. He's done a few, yeah, he but has. that's and not reflective of the quality of the game, usually. Like, he did Terminator right. 3 Rise of the Machines. That was terrible. Oh, fuck, I forgot Are we that. talking the movie or the game? Yes. I love oh. the movie. Nah, I, well, I've oh. never seen the movie, but I, I have played what? the game, and I still remember it very strongly, even though I reviewed it very early in the I am not the man. I am a machine. <laughs> that's a line from Terminator <laughs> Yeah, it's putting Terminator way 3. too much emotion into that. It, he was going. He was going a little nutso at that point. It was. It's a really good movie. I love Terminator Three. It's fucking awesome. All right. They beat each other up with urinals. It's awesome. <laughs> yes. I might. I might be mixing that up with Salvation. Or there's. There's been so yeah. many Terminators. I can't well, keep track of uh, which one Interestingly, I saw. Terminator Three stands out also because there was not one but three high-profile tie-in games for that movie. Different wow. times. Wow. <laughs> wow. War of the Mach- or Rise of the Machines, War of the Machines, and The Redemption. Only one of those was even close to good enough to be considered average. Oh. <laughs> but, oh. Uh, yeah, the Terminator franchise has a spotty video game history, yeah. to say but, the least. But, you know, everybody... Unless everybody, it's an arcade. I, 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 arcade arcade yeah. strong history, you're, uh, right. Well, you're right. Yeah, we'll get into more of this, but I, I feel like Schwarzenegger has kind of dove into self-parody, where it's like he's just kind of become the collection of iconic lines that people love to repeat, like this classic from one of his very first appearances. You have struck Hercules. Uh, come off that rap. You keep that up and you're going to have to be taken away. What kind of chicken fat have you got in your head anyway? I am Hercules. Uh, you know, not the first time someone thought that they could do Arnold Schwarzenegger better than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, in New York. Often that's, with- that's worse than the Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines cameo. Or uh, deleted scene. You see that? It's like, we based, our, we based our, the T-800 on Sergeant Candy, and they cut to Arnold Schwarzenegger has a voice like, Hi! I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm the basis for the T-800! Uh, and... Yes, that's a thing that. that's it's a deleted scene, but it exists. You can huh, find it. All right. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> and before we get into this, I, I had some positive gaming tales from the uh, land of the quarantine coronavirus. And it made me. Did I tell you guys about my friend who I was like getting my Wii U together for? Yes. I did. Maybe. The girl, the son with the Mario. He loved Mario. He's, and- he loves Mario. And then she's like, I should get him a Switch. And like, it's. N- not you cannot do that. You cannot buy a switch for anyone. I think Switch and, Lite, right? When switch yeah, Lite? we've have a, we've had a few Switch Lights come through this area. Uh, she, but, well, how about this? Also, money single mom money issues. 
Okay, and, sure. And, and I'm just like, fuck this collector's mentality. I'll give you my Wii U. And I was like, I'll give you my Wii U. I have Mario 8 installed on it, Mario Maker, Mario 3D Land, or 3D World, uh, Deluxe, or whatever the fuck that is. No, uh, like, Chris, yeah, I have a ton how of can Mario you give me up? Because he's like, he's like six, and, he's, and she put a picture up. I'm like, what system do you have? And like, we have this Chinese knockoff. Remember, like, the V, the VII? Yeah. She has one okay. of those. I'm like, this cannot stand. Like Super I'll Mega get, Sun, one of those? <laughs> I'll, I'll get my Wii U together, and then uh, I find every component of my Wii U in my garage except for the power cables. And I am irritated all over again and happy to say this is the worst Nintendo platform of all time, including the Virtual Boy. I fucking hate the Wii U so fucking much. <laughs> yeah. And I went to go look for parts, and it's like Nintendo still wants like $80 for power cables officially. I'm like... Unofficial channel. It's it's absurd, and I just like all right. I got this power cable. I'm like, oh right, the controller needs a separate proprietary <laughs> cable to work. God, this fucking system sucks so much ass. God forbid you have cats who chew through things, right? You would it would cost you eighty dollars a month. Sounds and I like get these things. Problem. I get these things. I, I I choose the Amazon bestseller, which it means like you know horrible fucking Malaysian knockoff. And they've shown up in the mail, and like, while I'm willing to say, I don't need to collect and have an immaculate Wii U in my collection, I am terrified to plug these things in because of how yeah. fucking knockoff they are. Even the guy at the store is like, you should go the official route when it comes to power cables for Nintendo systems. Like, don't fucking cut corners there. Mm-hmm. You might and, set their house on fire, yes. Chris. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. And, and Kaylor, you can, you can help me out here. I had the most positive gaming story. I don't know what... The- I was playing Streets of Rage with my girl. And, you know, because it's just a fun game you can play with fucking anyone. It's like being in the arcade again. Like, go right, punch people. You good? Good. Everyone can understand that. She uh, plays games but doesn't, like, play a lot here at home. And then she just starts waxing on... Like, you know what game I'd love to play again? Black Ops 2 Zombies Mode. And I just, like... What the- <laughs> What the fuck? And then I and like I I remember I am old and I do not say this as uh, this was a better world. But when I grew up, games were gendered, and my proof of that is that my co-hosts are fucking married to people they never play games with. Am I am I correct? This is true. Correct. It's it's not, like she's the youngest person I've ever dated and has a rich fucking gaming backstory. And then we, first of all, I'm like oh. I, the, Black Ops 2, it's backwards compatible. I'll buy it on Xbox Live. Fifty nine ninety nine in twenty twenty for That's to buy this digitally. Bullshit right there. <laughs> yeah. Or you could go like Walmart.com, the Black Ops trilogy collection, fifteen fucking dollars on disc. Install that shit. Bing bang boom, we're done. Fifty sixty dollars in twenty twenty. I'm sorry, I just can't get over it. Like I know still that store. That store is technically impossible to reach, <laughs> but, but but it's 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 mind blowing. And there's a lot of there's been a lot of delays in laser time stuff. And I love to tell you why those things are happening in my life, but I am also going through certain things that I can't tell you about. The one thing that is my fault that I can tell you about is that I played Black Ops Zombies with my girlfriend to the point where I almost cried. Like this, I'm. <laughs> I've never really done this before. I don't know a girl who can, like, turn on an Xbox. I've never dated a girl who can turn on an Xbox, let alone, like, navigate this farmhouse is, and murder is these Is this, like, hounds. an awakening for you, Chris? Dude, it's... 
I don't know what that was a reference to, but I'm just you're you have to be with me on this. You're married to people who like you're not used to playing games like that with. It I, was you know I I don't know because for me it's like it sounds glorious, but then I'm kind of like, well, gaming is sort of my alone time mm. where I get to go chill sure. with myself, and then it's like. If that happens, it's like, would I lose my me time at that point? So, you know, well, maybe, maybe okay. a little healthy I, separation. I, I don't know. I'm just going to lay my cards out on the table. I've had three long-term relationships in my life. The, t- the first two were with uh, women oh, who, thanks, buddy. who did play a lot of games. And the second one especially, like, it was really cool at first. And then it got to the point where it's just like, why are you always playing Albert Odyssey on my Saturn? I want to play something. <laughs> it's my TV. Let me play something. Man, that is that is just such deep nerdery. I'm surprised a deepest. woman was involved in that scenario <laughs> yeah. at all. I never played Albert Odyssey. She played all the way through it. She loved it. I mean, I, I do know a lot of gaming couples who they basically have their own systems. And when yeah, they want their uh, me time, that, yep. that would be okay. the situation uh-huh. I'd be yep. in now if Diana was into it. But she's not, and I I just kind of come to accept that. One of the PR people at UB has like a dual TV setup where her husband plays on one TV and she sits next to him and Matt, plays on a different TV. That's that great. is the scenario we're talking about now because nice. none of us want to split screen anymore. Have you tried split screening a game God, from no. 2012? It's disgusting. I did that once and, with Left 4 Dead 2. It was not great. And I had a 43-inch TV, and I was like, this is bad. But I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to sound like too old, Kaler, but I'm not crazy. Like, you, no, just you're like, fine. Like, <laughs> g- games were gendered as fuck. I have not really dated Oh, Barbie anyone. Horse Adventure? Yeah, I understand. No, <laughs> I, I get it. Uh, being, yeah. the, being the woman who had an Xbox 360 shirt that says, I get cramps too, and it's two hands that are strangely over my boobs in this shirt because it's a dude shirt. That is like, a very I get it. early 2000s I get it. kind of shirt. It's, yeah, it was great, on point. Um, when people see that and they think that I play video games, they think I play, like, Kardashian designer. And I'm like, no, I, I, I've i gone through Mass Effect 1 on Insanity, like, 1,400 <laughs> times. Like, I no, only sir. play... I only played the guy game and BMX Triple X. Thank you. <laughs> I did play Playboy Mansion game, uh, so I can't say much shit about that. I did play that game. What, what's your gaming podcast, Kayla? Like, if we didn't mention that. Oh, I am host of PNB Podcast and Bullshit. We have our own Patreon, Patreon.com/PNB. We have multiple shows like Grind Forever, P- PNB FM, uh, Level Select. Ranch.exe, all sorts of fun stuff because we're all a bunch of nerds. And it's great. Right. Right. I just, it, it just was one of those reminders like, oh yeah, never date anyone your own age. And look, my girl. That's just sounded hella creepy, dude. My girl <laughs> yeah. will be 20. She will be, she will be 25 in 30 years. And. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had that written down as a funny joke to say. Um, uh, We're laughing, so it must be. I'm I'm dating a zygote. Start the controversy now. You're dating Uh, the itch in someone's crotch. My boyfriend is literally two months older than I am, and we're both gamers, but he's like the PC Master Race kind. Mm. And then I have every console known to mankind. And it doesn't bother us at all, but we don't live together yet. So one day I'll put a ring on his finger and make him take my last name. No. I love that like normies would assume you guys are very similar because of that. And yet gamers, we know, no, there's the great divide between mm-hmm. PC Master Race and console gamer. Oh, but we're both excited for Cyberpunk. Of course yeah, sure. you are. Course. It will unify everyone. Who wouldn't be? Uh, 
so good. It's, just, it's one of those bizarre highlights about how, how fucking old I am that, like, I haven't really dated anyone who I could play a... Well, I've dated people I can play games with and can, like, hang out, but, like, not who can competitively hang in, like, Call of Duty zombies. That that was that is a total first for me, and I was seriously almost bawling by like the third hour. I'm like, this is the most fun I've ever had. Was that one of the ones with celebrities? Was that when they had kind of gone full story mode with those zombies? Modes? I I don't rem- I don't remember. I think so because the one before it was just like straight up zombie mode. Yeah, and I think mm. I think Cobblops was the one with. I had to, it's the one with the first yeah. zombie one. Like, actually, I uh, flew out to L.A. to preview World at War, Treyarch's <laughs> first Call of Duty zombie mode, which was World War Two. So it wasn't the first zombie mode. She's like, fine, Jesus, uh, and but then like uh, it's just strange to me. I bought the Call of Duty Xbox 360 trilogy for like fifteen bucks at Walmart. Black Ops Two is backwards compatible. One and three are not, and. Huh. So I guess it says something to about the Call of Duty audience that I didn't know that people still like there's still a ton of people on Black Ops 2 specifically and yeah. Xbox didn't feel the need to sell or backwards compatibly 1 and 3. Weird. Well 3 makes sense cuz 3's on the Xbox 1 so why right. would they yes. be backwards compatible? Yeah. Right, dude. Uh-huh. And you can get you can get 3 of them for the cost of Black Ops 2 for Xbox 360. <laughs> yep. Good. Cool. Uh, Sorry, that's my that's my story. I, no, I had, it, it was story. it was it was beautiful. Like I, it was one of the best times I've literally ever had. I've never been able to share that type of experience with my significant other. So I mm. tip last my time head. I played a last time I played a game with my ex significant other, I almost threw my entire system out the window because he was such a fucking twat. Really? That so bad? yeah, he was one of those guys. I I like the the communication skills that we end up fostering through this like all right you stand over at this exit guard this i'll gain enough to open this door it was fucking awesome I, it's all i want to do now is play call of duty zombies with her i wish i could tell her that this just I sounds like a hustler mailbag chris where it's going to be like devolve into a story of like then she reached between my legs and grasped my joystick uh, and leaned over and I gently whispered in my ear do you understand Gently whispered in my ear. Do you understand what's happening fucker. to me right now? I would throw. I would chop my dick off forever if we could just do this instead of sex. I, I prefer this. This is new to me. I have never done this before. I, I would. I, I don't care about sex at all anymore. It's just about playing first person. You're like, with my hey, lady. unlike me, Dark Souls stays hard all night. Hell. <laughs> all I want to do is play real games with my lady. Overcooked is wonderful, but I just want to play. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so happy. She can. She can almost beat me in Smash. It feels great. Hmm. Mm. Feels great. What the fuck happened to ladies our age? Man, you really got the shit into the stick. You missed out on a whole medium. Yep. It, what? It's not you, Kaylor. You're fucking fun. You, <laughs> I'm a fucking unicorn, aren't I? Well, do you ever feel like that? Am I? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm talking crazy, but it did remind me of like, yeah, this shit was like deeply gendered in my youth. Uh, yeah, also, sure. women have always been playing video games, just not uh, communicating it to men because y'all are sexist as fuck. What? So. Men are sexist? But I definitely I feel know, like misogyny, there is a, right? I know, there is a the curve, worst. like a sliding scale of like, there's, it's just, it starts like a few years after we're born. Let's assume like people born around when Michael and I were born, because we're a little bit older than all mm-hmm. you guys. 
there's low single digit percentage of women playing kind of console core games or whatever and then it's like just a few years later it starts to creep up and then yeah i gotta believe that uh you know current uh people like uh, gen z let's call there's, them there's, there's no they're, fucking they're difference. zoomers there's there's no difference at all and, and part of it like outside of the gender thing like um uh, my parents grew up not knowing games at all and being mystified by this entire medium and didn't push that on us. Whereas her parents, like, you know, grew up playing shit like mm. Pac-Man mm. and loved games and taught her to like games. And whereas my parents, like, hated games. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I do resent that, like, there's a lot, a large attitude of a lot of people our age where it's like games are a thing you grow out of. And then I'm yeah. like, let me show you the trailer for The Last of Us 2. And you tell me this isn't like a mature story. Well, like telling, that, you know? that Mario Maker commercial where, like, the dad's like, oh, man, I remember playing Mario. I'm like, oh, we should make him a, what do they call it? Not a level, like a map. like A world? Well, now it's worlds like because oh, they okay. did the yeah, Super they, Mario they, World they, thing. They yeah. World. yeah, but that just like, oh, no, the dad like was into Mario when he was a kid, but he put it aside when he put aside old childish things, and now he can reconnect right. with his That's children right. through it. Like, that, that, never ha- that has never happened in this generation. Never, never. I've... I played a ton of Mario before the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> before the war took my thumbs. It's like a, narrow there's the a controller for that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, if you hear me being nostalgic, please understand I hate the era I'm from and I'm happy to like watch yeah. it with fire. Well, you know, yeah, you, you got will... a whole podcast about it called Sick of Star Wars. Yeah. And, hey, and you will that. love one of the new releases that we're going to talk about, which came oh, to PSVR this week, Pixel Ripper 1995. Yeah. But uh, yeah. well, we can get into that in a later segment. For now, it's time to talk about games where you can play as Arnold Schwarzenegger, which we'll get into right after this. Do you like Video Game Apocalypse in 302010? Well, the LaserTime Patreon has figured out a way to combine the two. Over at patreon.com slash lasertime, we've taken a month's worth of 302010's games from 3020 and 10 years ago and grabbed the hosts, Michael Raparez and Matthew Allen from Video Game Apocalypse. And with our combined three decades plus in the games industry, we found a great way to take a deep dive into the biggest gaming anniversaries of the month. Here's a recent sample. Because Double Dare NES is allegedly out this week for NES, and I know at least Brett and I would we'd see this game be like from Game Tech, because there weren't many places to hear a video game publisher said out loud to you. I remember like not until like podcasting with Michael, like a uh, oh bump and jump. That's Vic Tokai, and like this is the first time I've heard that name out loud from anywhere other than my head. <laughs> they would, like yeah. like Nintendo would say from Nintendo, and I think Jalico would be like from Jalico. If it weren't for Nickelodeon's Double Dare, I never would have heard a, a human being say the word Game Tech. And Game Tech is this bizarre California publisher that specialized in adaptations of television game shows. I did find multiple YouTube videos that are just uncut Double Dare prizes from the obstacle course. Harvey, tell him what you'll win that Mark Summers will say. And Harvey, one of the most satisfying views. I'm just going to play a random snippet. Fabulous new car. Drive your family right onto the beach in your new Cherokee from Jeep. This <laughs> you, an eight-year-old, will win. <laughs> so, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive specials, you can get the 302010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks and you'll support all of the laser time shows including video game apocalypse right guys yeah and 
we're back to talk about what? Junior, games you the play game. As Arnold. <laughs> so, yeah, games that you play as me. Knock me up. Yeah. Make me pregnant. <laughs> baby simulator. <laughs> so I wanted, I wanted to play that. that, that I want from... to gobble your sperm inside of my stomach. <laughs> make little babies with Danny DeVito. I have oh, not seen the movie. If uh, there is not a Twins license that, game like, on this list, I'll be so disappointed. Junior is the prequel to Twins, right? Uh <laughs> Emma Thompson, she's the hero yeah, in that yeah. game. <laughs> so I want I wanted to play that that awful clip that I played at the beginning of the show one one more time and call it a couple of things about it. You have struck Hercules. Uh, come off that rap. You keep that up and you're gonna have to be taken away. What kind of chicken fat have you got in your head anyway? I am Hercules. Okay, first off. Who the fuck says what kind of chicken fat? Like, was this written by someone who came up in the forties? Yes. Like, yeah. I think this was it's like Hollywood what? from the seventies. So, yes. Yeah. This is Correct. this is Hercules in New York, one of Arnold's first films, and he was dubbed, I think, for two reasons. Conventional wisdom says it's because the producers didn't think anyone could understand his accent. I think it's because his acting is very flat, because he really wasn't an actor at this point. Like, he was. Oh, he wow. was. His a, first movie is a bodybuilding yes. documentary, and this is his first real movie mm -hmm. period the most yeah. acting he had in the documentary was him smoking weed <laughs> which is funny yeah. to say his acting is you black, fuck your ass up in, hardcore you in pumping iron he comes across as like so just relaxed and smooth he's not and, acting and, in that that's yeah, a he's just being him no, he was acting because, you know, he's smoking weed and shit like that. Then he became Mr. Conservative Gov well, I mean, Governor of California. Schwarzenegger is who he is because he's, like, fucking affable. Mm, he's, a, yes. he's, a, he's, he's a good guy well, to be around. Like, I grew up in the 80s, and he was just sort of omnipresent and just sort of this monolithic guy. It's like, at first, like, oh, I love him. Like, oh, I hate him. He's so mainstream. Now I love him again. And I don't think I ever really saw him as human until I heard Bill Burr's monologue about him. Which I will play right now, one minute. That dude should be unloading trucks in Transylvania. <laughs> that should be that should have been the height of his success. But because he's a great man, he had the balls to move to America. Became famous for lifting weights. I lift weights, nobody gives a shit. He lifts weights. Ah, 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 becomes super famous. Did he rest on his laurels? No. Next challenge. I'm going to become an actor, despite the fact that nobody can really understand me. <laughs> Against all odds, he starts making movies. Get down. There's a bomb. Get out of there. <laughs> Becomes one of the biggest blockbuster stars of all time. What are you going to do next, Arnie? I think I'm Maria Kennedy. There's no fucking way you can do that. <laughs> Bam, he does it. Cherry on top. I'm running for governor of a state I can't even pronounce, and he wins the election. <laughs> Why wouldn't this guy think he couldn't bang his maid in his own bed and get away with it? This dude has been in the zone for over four decades. <laughs> God damn it. Zone. And he made the bang and maid joke before I could. Fucking Christ. Oh my, have you seen their, their son? Yeah, I have. He looks no. just like his dad. He's a bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's a testament to like everyone who works with Arnold wants to work with him again. But every all conventional wisdom when it comes to making movies like do not put, this guy can't wipe his own ass like physically he can't move, but he's an action star. He can't speak, but he gets tons of speaking roles. Mm -hmm. I believe with Terminator Two, he was paid the most per word. Yeah, because he says like. 
50 words he, in Terminator yeah, 2. Diana said he has like 47 lines throughout the entire movie, and uh, he got paid $11 million. Yeah. Jesus. To this day, he's been paid the most, I believe, to do a commentary track. $7 million mm-hmm. for Total Recall. And if you haven't heard that commentary track or listened to the Laser Time episode about commentaries, <laughs> uh, this is the scene where I do this thing. Watch as I do this. I did it. I did it. No insight, no background. <laughs> and I realized. No anecdotes. One of, like, I, so I went through uh, quite a few Terminator games prepping for this. And I realized, mm. I think part of the reason this, it's such a great role for him is because he just monotones right. his way through it. There is like no emotion to that character. And right. everything is just flat delivery. And, and no matter what you think about James Cameron, he's been right about movies more often than he hasn't mm-hmm. like like a uh, catastrophically amazingly right he loves arnold puts him in he, beyond the robot role he put him in true lies oh jesus are we gonna argue for 20 minutes about avatar no no no. i'm just saying like like maybe you don't like it but like I dude mean, you have to stop the time because kayla went to turn on the ac but uh... i didn't i didn't love fucking uh, uh titanic initially but like the world Said I was wrong. Mm. Whatever. Like James, but James Cameron was right about it. He's right about Avatar. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he loves Arnold. I think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Just like every, everything on paper, like Arnold should have been turned away at the door of Hollywood from day one. And when, like Michael said, we were going up, he, I think until like the mid 90s, he was the highest paid actor in existence. Mm hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah, until like Drew, Car- uh, Jim Carrey, right? I think, well, I think so. Well, then, then The Rock now. It's, it's, yeah. that's, that's what's crazy. No, like, I, th- I, I believe mean, you can get The Rock cheap as shit, which is why he makes 17 movies a year. Well, okay, yeah, The Rock <laughs> is the highest paid in Hollywood, but yeah, maybe it's because it's quantity, not quality. But uh, he's, no, he, he's got it, some quality it, to it. Like, it's one of those things, like, I never understand it. And then I watch one of his movies, like, yeah, he's hella charming. But it, I think we can't work. deny like we can't deny the work he puts in. It may not be on the acting chops, but it's like that body. It's a full time job, like to maintain yeah. that physique. And that's Arnold was, like Michael said, he he was ever present growing up, and he was this like standard of masculinity that we all knew. Well, we can never achieve that without a prescription. Hmm. But just you know, it's just unrealistically huge guy where he was the standard. You judge people again. It wasn't yeah. fucking Hulk Hogan. No, he, he popped the zits on my back and balls. <laughs> he yeah, he was the eighties male beauty Wife standard. My which ass is so Maria popped the zits on my back. <laughs> it's so it's such an unrealistic look like the human body is not supposed to look that way it's and, and kayla can you speak from the lady perspective is, is arnold's body have anything to do with any lady it doesn't do anything for you does it do anything for you uh is that a thing um i'm sure at that time frame it was something that women liked yeah, it was either that or Tom Selleck mustache. There you go. It, it, ah, yes. I don't. Uh, think it was, I have never met a woman who likes bodybuilding body. They they've always been like, no, that's too big and. Oh, that's okay. because you've never met a woman who has a bodybuilding boyfriend about <laughs> that body. <laughs> in oh, relation to your body, there is something <laughs> to say about that body in relation to your body. It. I mean, Kayla, you haven't. No, seen No, no, I'm built just like Arnold. It's yeah. Cut body. him to the core, Kayla. Get him. Get him. Look, it's body, body standards change over time. Uh, yes, in the 80s, I'm, I'm fairly certain that was something that women wanted to have. It's 
This guy is a bad actor who can barely speak English, and he everyone doesn't need to talk. speak, Chris. <laughs> I'm just saying, he like, only like that needs to thrust. Yeah, he, he had, he had, he and had, many other things. He had visible charisma and with the men and the ladies. Isn't yeah. he also Chris Pratt's father-in-law at this point? I yes. Think so, yes. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> the weirdest thing. Oh, that's not. But Andy like, from Parks and Rex's father. Oh, man. <laughs> it is, it is kind of weird that, like, despite... You know, everybody knows what an Arnold impression sounds like and what Arnold no. should sound like. Somehow, some, some games that try to make Arnold games uh, don't quite get it right. I'll be back. <laughs> that is from the Amiga version of The Running Man, which who knew they had oh, a Running God. Man video game? <laughs> It came out Running for Man and Commodore 64. Running Man is great because it is a video yes. video game, yeah. yeah. It's it's it, like I think we did an episode about this and and called yeah. it like one of the movies that is the template on which video games are based. It well, should we, be a There's $20 also a Running Man video game called Smash TV that we talked about on a recent True. show. Yes, <laughs> a little different it, though. A little different. It should be a $20 Rockstar game tomorrow. Mm. Five five bosses, you can kill Jesse Ventura twice if you'd like. Get James Adomi in to do him. If they did it as well as they they did the Warriors game, Mm. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah, Yeah. good game. Jim Sterling has volunteered to play Dynamo like like, (laughs) repeatedly. All right, we're thirty minutes in. We got to dive into number five. Let's jump into number five. Oh man, we're at the top of the show. Basically, here we go. Is this game you can play? All right, you got a okay, lot of so, shooting. So, you got Arnold's real voice. That is a line T- from Terminator 2. Uh-huh. T2, so the arcade game. Yes. There yes. we go. Yeah, which was called Terminator 2, the arcade game, in arcades, but then, well, became T2, the arcade. It, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, yeah, this is a shooting game by Midway. Yeah. If you've, if you've ever played Revolution X and not this, it's a lot like Revolution X, where the cabinet had, like, these two machine guns that were bolted down and you could not swing them away from the screen and it was all about shooting constantly at Terminator endoskeletons and later on actual humans who you don't shoot in the knees and just massacre nonstop. This is how it sounds when you storm Cyberdyne systems uh, alongside uh, Sarah and John Connor. John Connor, by the way, played by, um, what was his name? Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong, Furlong. yeah. Um, Although they couldn't get Linda Hamilton to do uh, Sarah, so it was uh, a stand-in actress. But, uh, Just want to point out that we all use different versions of his first name, Edward, Ed, and Eddie, uh, <laughs> as if we're on a first name basis. Ed, Ed, and I Eddie. said it with two Ds. I think it was that guy with the bangs. He's the guy, that is hey, that is his signature look yeah. for sure. Yeah. Did you just call moi a dipshit? <laughs> <laughs> so this is about tune into how... Terminator Dark Fate to watch Edward Furlong shot in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> in the fucking opening. Uh, yeah, that's that's past spoiler territory on that one. Mm. Oh, I need to watch that. It, 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 it's it's, it's, it's okay. Really it's fun. weird. Yeah, I watched it on a plane. 
Of course, we all know the story of Terminator 2. Uh, Schwarzenegger has to go back in time to prevent Eddie Furlong from being assassinated because... I'm going then, to go back in time to stop one tiny little thing instead of a big thing. <laughs> then like, Butnick would have to play John Connor because there'd clearly be nobody else. So, uh, <laughs> Butnick, you imagine your shorts. Montana Max leading the res- res- revolution. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's just... just Non-stop shooting, but it is notable in that they actually got Schwarzenegger and Robert Patrick and uh, Furlong to reprise their roles. They did not motion capture. They got some footage that was digitized. So during Cyberdyne, you see like this great footage of John Connor basically running in place and it just zooms back and forth across the screen. You have to not shoot him while you're constantly shooting every fucking thing else. At the end of each level, if you're playing two players, uh, this being a midway shoot 'em up, Schwarzenegger will appraise your performance. Well done. Add the <laughs> Terminator 1. Excellent. Dude, yeah, he, like, real quick, he made just, more than all of us make a year combined to do that. Mm-hmm. I know. Just, um, this might be my only chance to jump in with my Robert Patrick story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have come across his path at the live events before. So I actually was um, backstage at WrestleMania 21. Right? Backstage, is a, it was, I was in a VIP lounge. Mm-hmm. And, and I he, was kind he of came like, up to you and he was like, Are you John Connor? <laughs> and... And then his Way hand became a knife and stabbed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, through the eye. It was really weird. No, but he was. Um, he was. I'll just call it in his slick phase, where like he just kind of had the slick back. It was like, I think it. I can't remember. It must have been before his uh, Sopranos appearances. But it I sure don't think. Like I don't think you were working professionally in, in 1999. No. Okay. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Then this was after. This was after that appearance. Where yeah, he had. Post Double Dragon, let's bit. say that. Yeah, yeah. So this was at WrestleMania 21 in Hollywood. So that was, yeah, yeah, it was, that, yeah, that was after Sopranos, I suppose. But, uh, but yeah, this this was my 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 run in uh, with with Robert Patrick. I was like, oh shit, I'm like eating at an hors d'oeuvre table next to the T1000. This is epic. And then he turned his that. fingers into cocktail little pick, uh, mm-hmm. you know, toothpicks. It was awesome. <laughs> there is no Wolfie. Just yell, just yell that to him. <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop shooting with digitized actors. If you've played Revolution well, X or even even like Area 51 kind of reminds well, me of this a little bit. Well, here, Midway here, had yeah. their thing with their digitized actors running around on screen. It's cool. Let's be honest. Like the, the, the appeal of this game is the fucking gun that you're oh, shooting. Yeah. Like the game Thank itself, you. That's what I'm – it's a fucking – it's a Mac 10. Yeah. But I, you're I, also in the midst of gangster rap who are holding this like it blurred out in every music video and talking about it. It's yeah. a fucking automatic Mac 10 and like most arcade games didn't like actively tried to not have realistic guns. And yep. and this thing had really good rumble like the guns had kickback when you were shooting them like it fucking you felt this game. It was awesome. Mm. It's like a Mac 10 with a super long clip and that long clip is the thing that's stuck in the arcade machine so it was like this is absurdly authentic. Clever. <laughs> this, if, if they rated arcade games, this is this is a hard R. Oh, and, well, it was actually rated R for Righteous because they didn't have the uh, the rating system yet, the ESRB. And it was like a parody of the MPAA, which doesn't rate video games. Obviously. Rated R for Righteous? That sounds yes. like it came out of fucking Revolution X or some shit like it, that. It's like the Steven same Tyler. people. It's the same this fucking people. This is rated people. R for Righteous. Oh. Um, Please do yourself a favor. And also gore and violence. 
So I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing. Do yourself this a favor and look up the arcade flyer just to see the happiest T800 playing this arcade machine. <laughs> like, ah, you might know me as the T800s. My name's Jeff, and I love video games. <laughs> so I was saying at the beginning of the show ridiculous. that the Terminator series has a kind of a strong arcade pedigree, not so much with home console. And oh, no. I doubt this one's on the list, Michael, but yet this is my chance to talk about Dude. The, the Terminator 2 pinball table. Oh, yeah. It's not fucking on the list. This is not and I play the digital version of that, and it's so fucking good. Because technically you're not playing as Arnold, although I, you do. The plunger was, I want to say, the shotgun handle. Yeah, uh-huh. the handle. But, uh, yeah, that was a really good table to this day. I think you can, if you bought it when it was available in part of the Pinball Arcade, um, if not, it might be over in Zen now. I don't know. Ooh. A lot of those tables may be And if, if movie theaters ever open up again, you can probably go into yours and find an arcade unit of Raw Thrills Terminator Salvation Game, which is the only good thing to mine out of that entire movie. Wow. That movie is fucking terrible. It is... It is I don't know. I didn't think anything could be worse than Genesis, but I think Terminator Sal- Salvation might be. But there's a decent. No, that's, there's no way. There's no way. Is I Genesis the one that. with what's his name freaking out on set? It's it's no, one with Amelia no. Clark. No, Salvation is the one where Christian Bell freaks out. Terminator Genesis okay. is the one that undoes the entire timeline to make itself yeah. more important to make a trilogy that never happens. So it's just this rude movie <laughs> that, <laughs> that flips over the table of continuity and just doesn't follow up on anything. Oh, that's a great uh, rude movies. If we, if we do rude. a laser time about that kind of thing, rude oh, movie is great. movie is a pill. It's movies that everyone just has a gentleman's agreement to forget about now. Yes. Well, yes. Great. John Connor's the Terminator now. What? Wonderful. What? This happened. Uh, no. Yeah. Weak. Well, on that note, uh, let's move along to... Number four. Making his way to the ring. From the year 2029, (laughs) Arnold the Terminator Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Shit. This is so weird to me. This is from WWE 2K16, which had... Props to Diamond Dog for for reminding us about this, too. Which had Terminator DLC, and the extent of... Arnold's involvement was so they they got his face. He doesn't really talk much in game, although he does have like one pre-recorded like FMV clip where he says, "Judgment Day is here." That's you know from that's WrestleMania from. 30. That's that's from the WrestleMania that Chris went to. I was just about oh, okay. to say this was all related to it was plugging so, Terminator. Did he actually appear in the ring as the Terminator? No, he, he appeared on the on the, the, the Titantrons and. I was there, and I heard afterwards, like, that was stupid, but Triple H came out with just the... And came out, like, robots rose from the fucking stands, and the music was playing as loud. It was the... It it goes down in history as one of the coolest things I've ever personally seen in my whole life. And I get back, and it's like, sucked. (laughs) Like, goddamn... Uh, God damn, I thought that was cool as shit. By the way, that, that, do, 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 as we, all the Bay Area residents know, that's what they do to open up Hood Slam every yes. show. Oh, so. is it? Oh, yeah. man. WWE, cribbing from the best. Ah, uh, <laughs> so this, this DLC lets you play as, I think, Terminator 1 Arnold and Terminator 2 Arnold as wrestlers, and it's, it's kind of weird because it blurs the lines like, wait, is this Arnold Schwarzenegger the man wrestling, or is this the Terminator, it's not entirely clear. This man has truly done it all. Actor, model, producer, director, activist, <laughs> businessman, investor, writer, philanthropist, bodybuilder, politician, and now 
WWE superstar. Is there anything Arnold cannot do? Man, what a list of accolades. I think he can do it all. Big match for him tonight, but he certainly looks up for the challenge. Uh. <laughs> I can certainly see why Dave was hired. Um, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, you're calling out WWE for breaking kayfabe. Shocking, Michael. No, I'm, Shocking. Not, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, well, is it is this Terminator DLC or is it an Arnold Schwarzenegger DLC? But that is that is WWE to a T. When they have people appear on stuff, it's like they they do it on purpose to like break the blur the line between reality and the storylines but it's like look we all know that that's not really the terminator motherfucker it's know breaking fourth wall well, yeah, no one gives a fuck right. and it's, it's also one of the few places in entertainment industry where republicans can flock together and just celebrate one another <laughs> and <laughs> yes i'm talking about the rock fucking recognize it get, get over people no oh, really but i will say if you have not seen the commercial for this DLC, mm-hmm. it yeah. is a shot-for-shot recreation of the bar scene yes. in Terminator mm-hmm. Two, in- including the song that I can never place, but I sing myself. Mang mang mamu. Oh, it's mang mang mamu. Yeah, you got it right. Mang And like fucking Dean Ambrose or John Moxley. No, it is it is Dean Ambrose. Here's a clip. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. You forgot to say please. And then he puts his cigar out on him, and then nothing happens, and everybody's like, "What? Oh, that's the lunatic fringe, Michael. Yeah. But, the but lunatic. It, like it is kind of cool, and that like you it's see awesome. from from the Terminator's point of view as he's staggering through the bar, and like he's identifying all the wrestlers by names, like oh Finn Balor, aka the Demon, and you know, these other guys. <laughs> <laughs> you made him sound like a He-Man enemy. Isn't Finn Balor? Isn't that how it's Ballard. Ballard? Ballard. Finn Balor. Like, like I fucking watch wrestling. Go on. <laughs> well, I, I am Balor. Neil Baggins thing called Baylor. a Balor. Okay. That's a... I thought of a Lord of the Rings reference, and I was off on my oh, own. Sorry. Oh, that's a Balrog. Also, a Street Fighter character. Anyway. You could have called him the, Fergal Devitt. And they, I would have accepted that as well, Prince or Prince Devitt, if you will. It's it's so weird. I don't know how WWE works necessarily, but this was a promotional tie-in that went from that went for months. WrestleMania was March. This game comes out in like what September, October, uh, October, November usually. And yeah. Schwarzenegger's affiliation and the Terminator plug went well through the fucking movie and. When it was history, DLC, so it might have launched way after. It might have launched. It was. His, it was his I thought it was December. a pre-order bonus, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, was it really? So it like it. it so you had to pre-order at, to hear this. Wow! Terminated him. Why is the king? Why is the king? You you can also at least learn he didn't some, talk about uh, his puppies. Some fun Schwarzenegger trivia through the announcers. Everyone knows Arnold's connection with the WWE and his friendship with Triple H. What people might not know is that back in 1968, before he became the Terminator, Arnold weight trained with superstar Billy Graham in Venice in Los Angeles. Yeah, superstar Billy Graham, one of the first and most impressive physiques in all of WWE history. I've heard some impressive crowd responses over the years, but the response this guy gets, well, it's incredible. It's deafening most of the time. Superstar Billy Graham, also known as America's Preacher. No, no, different. Uh, no, I know they're different people, no. and and that guy now, like you look at at, at recent photos of him, is like he looks like off-brand Hulk Hogan now. <laughs> like, well, he he Hulk Hogan stole a lot of his shtick from I'm Billy Graham. I'm not surprised. All of that brother stuff that mm-hmm. came from Billy Graham. Mm. You know, it was yeah. 
Yeah, but but Arnold Arnold's I think his WWE affiliation runs pretty deep. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he huh. he's he and he and Vince are kind of running in similar circles. So. Hmm. Yeah, millionaires who are Republicans probably chomp cigars all the time. Yeah, yeah, we all like to drive hammers. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. he's done stuff on and off with WWE. Vince and I are years. off this weekend to go compensate for our small dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been shrunk by years of steroid abuse, I'm sure. Oh, their dicks suck. <laughs> <laughs> they just do. You know they do. <laughs> I heard that as a completely different phrase. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, maybe that, too. Who knows? I, I need know. to refill no my wine. Yeah. Good God. Whatever. <laughs> Awful dicks. <laughs> Just the worst. Mournful dicks. Let me show you a California steamer, Vince. It's a new move. <laughs> I will flick, the, I'll flick a little piece of poop off of my dick when I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Vince. Too hard. <laughs> Wow! 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 God! Chris knows exactly what this is. This game is secretly the bloodiest <laughs> fucking game I've played on the Super Nintendo in my life. Yeah, like, it is It is pretty bloody, but what is it? It's, it's true lies. It is true lies. Why did those ricochets sound like they were crying, those bullets? They were like, meow. Maybe meow. they were. Maybe they were. Uh, but yes, we, we all know yeah. true lies. Uh, I, I, Hell yeah. I dug around for some good one-liners, and I found, I just grabbed from the trailer here. What's your exit strategy? I'm going to walk right out of the front gate. May I see your invitation, please? Sure. Here's my invitation. Oh! Yeah, that worked good. Right out the old front gate. No, all, all the good lines belong to Bill Paxton. I got a little too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom Arnold had some good lines in that. Yeah. yeah. Who can forget the Jamie Lee movie. Curtis stripping minigame from the SNES version? Uh, am I right? Uh, dude, the shit is in the cutscene. I played through this whole fucking thing a few years ago, made a YouTube video out of it, and none, none of you watched, so I never made any more. But, like, it, it the ending is hysterical. Like, it recreates the ending of True Lies from a top-down perspective. Oh, God. Jesus. So, like, like the jet hovering near a building? Yes, and an Arab terrorist being absconded on a, onto a missile into a building. Right. <laughs> and it, it, it's it's ridiculous, but True Lies is so fucking good. It, it, this is, we, I think, without exception, this is the best game LJN ever published. I couldn't believe it was by LJN. I'll take it. Which I'll is, gotta point out, a, another James Cameron joint. Yeah. Hello. It was yeah. actually developed by uh, Beam Software. It's is based in oh. Melbourne. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they did a, they did a bang up job. And, you know, it's, it's like a t- top down game. You're playing as Arnold, who's technically undercover in that first mission, but just walks around with, like, his gun raised at all times. But, like. <laughs> well, in America, you can get away with that. Yeah. Apparently. And, and so. you can you can walk through, like, the first floor of enemies, like, you're supposed to be a party guest, so nobody bothers you, even though there's guards with guns everywhere. Although you can start shooting people, you can shoot people with guns, or you can shoot civilians. And if you shoot three civilians, then it's like, oh, well. You're done. You have to restart the mission, Tom. Arnold That's the says. limit for for white gun owners in America. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm protesting the COVID lockdowns. I must shoot someone. Yeah. Well, the, okay. the first one is like, oh, don't shoot the taxpayers in an election year. <laughs> Why are you carrying all those guns? I'm here protesting tyranny. Yeah. Oh well, carry on. <laughs> uh, but my my the sec. You remember what the second level of this is, Chris? 
no. Is it the snow level? Oh, sorry, no, I'm thinking the third level. I, I blank out the snow level because it's terrible. But the third level is a shopping mall where you just oh, get shit. to go nuts. Everybody loves shooting in shopping malls, but it's, right. it's, it's like a Dawn of the Dead reference. Tell me there's a fight in a bathroom scene like in the movie. I, yeah, I think so. Uh, there is nice. a bathroom that you can shoot dudes You get in. Thrown, thrown by a horse over the top of a Washington, D.C. building. <laughs> <laughs> but but it is kind of weird to play through. It has like a, an oddly Zombies Ain't My Neighbor kind of vibe in that yes. like there are these people that you're shooting and that are shooting you. And then there's the civilians, which just sort of, like, wander back and forth, indifferent to all the violence going on around them, like, snapping photos and talking on cell phones. Also, like, they can't be hit by enemies. They can only be hit by you, so they're just obstacles that are there, like, you know, in a a training course, like the civilian that pops up that you don't shoot. Oh, like a regular day in Texas. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh. And I I just, like, the Mortal Kombat controversy, what was that? With a K, mm-hmm. was two years ago. It was. There is so much fucking blood in this game. Mm. It, it had been a few years before, and I think it's been eighteen months. And like, Mortal Kombat, Kombat is the one two, that actually makes sense. But Mortal Kombat made sense for those debates. It was the inclusion of Night Trap, a game A nobody cared about or played, and B right. barely had any bad content. Mm-hmm. Like that was what those hearings were about. It was that those two games for some reason. It's, it's so weird. And like, That's because uh, someone's preteen son liked them too much, so of yeah. course they needed to rebel. They, they I, caught him singing that theme song in his room. We somehow rented this, and I liked it, and it was because I'd never played things like Smash TV. So mm. if you can think of like a slow, bad Hotline Miami, boom, true lies, baby. And if you look at the cover of the Genesis version, it's great. It's like 360 degrees of firing power. <laughs> oh wait, I think I play this game on my Genesis. This is yeah, yeah. this is not. But like, with my best friend Heidi. Well, the, it did do it Nintendo. So. <laughs> uh-huh. In terms of consoles, like the top-down 360 shooter, dual stick shooter was like so non-existent. Mm. This game got to claim like we're doing a new thing. Like no, you're doing a very, very old, old Robotron probably, thing. I probably would have liked this more if it had actually been that. Instead, what you get is like there is one fire button, and then you hold it down and you move the control pad like in circles, and then yep. you will change the direction you're aiming in. That explains. Like that, that was going to answer my question. Like, how would you do that? Because at least on the SNES, you did have the four buttons where yeah. you could approximate. Yeah, it's stick, not but on that. the Genesis, you like had Smash three TV. buttons. Ah, weird. Unless you had the six-button controller in the Genesis. I did. Fucking witch guy. God, Kayla's so cool. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Or maybe... Guess guess I know whose house we're going to for Mortal Kombat. You use A and C to rotate your gun left to right and then B to fire. God, that would be awful. that's some fucking asteroids bullshit. (laughs) Fuck that. Uh, but yeah, uh, True Lies is surprisingly fun. I played the Super Nintendo version. Uh, If you can... Crack it down. Uh, and fun fact, do the, do n- no legally obtainable HD version of the movie exists. Really? really? I mean, you can steal it. There's been ones on television, but like James Cameron in his contract says he has to approve all these personally, and he's mm. so busy with his 900 Avatar sequels, 
like we we have not seen uh, the Abyss and Terminator or, or True Lies. We're waiting on HD. Oh, I'd love to see Abyss in HD. Oh Tr- my True god! Lies, True Lies might be Arnold's best movie. It's up there with Predator for me, dude. It should have been a fucking franchise. It's really good and yeah, it amazing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. True it Lies made Tom Arnold shit. seem very likable. That was yeah. that was a big feat at the time. I admit I get this confused in my head with Eraser, which I think is uh, where the you luggage the the line like I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you originated, or was it True Lies? I forget. Uh, that's definitely not True Lies. Okay, so it's Eraser. Anyway, I did an article for Laser Time called "The Sixteen Gifts That Prove True Lies Is the Greatest Movie of All Time," uh, or something to that extent. Nice. I can't remember, but like it it, it looks better than every every movie that came out five years before and after it looks really good hmm. hey as a florida resident like all i know about the florida keys is that from that amazing. movie because of the bridge scenes like, that shit was they were tearing down the like think i think the seven mile bridge to key west okay so james cameron employed it into an action sequence it's in the fucking game too uh and and just like obliterated a fucking bridge for a movie, and that scene that scene of like Jamie Lee Curtis's stunt double being pulled out of the sunroof of a crashing limo on yeah. a de- it's it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life, and it's all happening in camera because the camera st- is still, and then the limo falls away as it as it yes. crashes to the ocean. It's fucking that's, great. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. That's True like when I was awesome. when I was growing up, they were building the 110 freeway in L.A., and that's they film speed like on that freeway yeah. because one of the premises is this thing's under construction and the bus mm-hmm. will go off the ledge and yeah yeah but a bri- a derelict bridge that was being destroyed, James Cameron. Being a genius, like, let's shoot a massive action sequence on this long-ass bridge that's being destroyed and beat the shit out of it. And they did. It's fucking cool. And it's all so in camera. Awesome. Oh. Oh, well, True Lies only really had one, multiple versions of one game made for it. So imagine how much better this next movie is. It had three games made for it. Number two. Do you realize what you've done? 62 seconds ago, I was activated. 14 seconds ago, I sat up on this table. I should... General, don't. It's been reprogrammed. John was right. It's just a machine. That's all it is. Look, what's your mission? To travel back to 2003 and ensure the survival of John Connor and Catherine Brewster. General, he's our only option. All right. This is Terminator 3, The Redemption, a.k.a. the only good thing to come out of that movie. No, yeah. the movie's good. Well, the I only good game to come out of that movie. I'll put it that way. Because as I said at the top of the show, I reviewed Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines, the official first-person shooter tie-in game, and it was so awful that it's still... Like, the, the misery of playing through to the end of that still stands out in my was, mind. Michael, was one of those, like, an Xbox exclusive? Am I remembering that uh, correctly? It might have been... I, I want to say Rise of the Machines was on PS2 as well. Okay. But okay. and I think it came with like a demo of Terminator the Re- Three the Redemption, which I played and it's like this is already so much better than this game is. Oh, this is the one with with uh, Christiana Loken or whatever yes. as like the yes, Uber yes. Terminator. Yeah, yeah. The, Dominic, the Terminatrix. Hmm. Yeah, they yeah, try and they try and hide that, but it's in the, it's in the subtitles for the film that it yep. was co- always called the Terminatrix. Yeah, Ooh. and they tried to hide that after the fact, uh, yeah, but they, it was they, de- they, it was they shot. Show the TX like in this clip. What the hell is that thing? It is a Terminator Model TX designed for extreme combat. 
right. Can't you find a way to destroy it? Unlikely. And an obsolete design. Join me if you want to survive. I'm so close to the real thing. I will return I, shortly. I felt so bad for Kristana Loken because, like, can you imagine, like, she gets handed, like, you get to be a Terminator and fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like the opportunity of a lifetime. Oh, the movie's terrible. And now I'm going to play Blood Rain in an Uva Bowl movie, and that's going to be yeah. even worse. She makes her titties inflate because she sees a billboard. Seriously? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's Ooh, a thing. Uh, but uh, the movie, I'm telling you, the movies, in terms of, I, I always say, like, around this point, like, The Matrix had, like, kind of ruined everything. Mm -hmm. If you look at Mission Impossible 2, it's like, oh, everybody knows Kung Fu now, where there was no hand-to-hand -hand combat yeah. in the first movie at well, all. Well, The Matrix did really well, so I guess you can kill them all now. Don't shoot for the knees, just kill them. Like, okay. But but this movie was like, no, these are massive robots who shove and punch. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like it's like tiny Godzillas fucking around. It's great. It's kaiju's in human form. That's it, that's a awesome. great that's a great way to describe Terminator movie. movies. Yeah, they are it's kaiju awesome. movies. Yeah, I've I've heard monster truck pull movies also, which is fun. But and I believe it it does reveal I am a Terminator and I have a battery. When it goes dead, it creates a nuclear holocaust. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm sure that factors in the game somehow. Yeah, maybe. I do know that playing a bit of Redemption, it is part shooter, part brawler, and uh, part vehicle game where you ride around very fast with a turret on the backs of uh, technical trucks. That is what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, also, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines, the terrible game, had the... Uh, voice talents of Arnie and this one does not I'm pretty sure this is a sound alike but uh, it's it's a much cooler game as you take damage your clothing and your flesh kind of gets stripped away and so you can like see the endoskeleton through like holes yeah. in, in Arnold's jacket like that's a cool touch yeah um, of course <laughs> it's, is it persistent like through from level to level or does it no it, it, it repairs at, at, when you yeah. start a new level but it does stay that way. It's, it's it's sort of like a health indicator, but not really. And one of those things, I fuck. I was well, I was talking about it with something else, maybe like Alien or something like that. How well video games have fleshed out Terminator's story. When you go back and watch Terminator One and Two, and like there are like a collective ten minutes set in the future, and video games and comic books fleshed out what that was mm -hmm. so much. Your yeah. memory leads you to believe like there's a ton of footage of the robot war in the future. There really isn't. No, except for no. And, and what's there is like the smallest sets imaginable because it's like it's their hideout underground. Or if it's an outdoor set, it's it's pitch black to cover yeah, up again, the fact that James it's just Cameron like this, rules. Look, 1991, the all the flying ships look like every drone you see today. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that dude did that. Like it's sorry, Terminator rules. Look, look, <laughs> look. Terminator set the template. The future is a poorly lit warehouse filled with garbage. All right. No, Michael, what, what, we all know the future is just a highway illuminated by headlights, mm -hmm. as Terminator 2 showed us. Ah, it's, yes. That's all and, it is. And off the head, the, the highway is just skulls, just piles no, and what, piles what, of skulls. What bums me about collected by, by Skynet by because the, the Predator needs trophies when it seems, oh, see, my see, God. oh man, it's all coming together. This is, so this I, is the, the reason why I like, we need. The main reason I like Terminator 3 is because, like, 
it allows the series to continue to exist and has a plausible discussion in terms of time travel and like yeah you stop you stop cyberdyne why on earth would a company stop trying to do this hmm. just because you stopped one of them yeah. you know why hasn't it, there been a comic crossover of like oh yeah you know that the 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 T-800 is just based on Dutch DNA they discovered of Dutch and so you bring in the Terminator fiction with aliens versus predators dude and so I it's mean, like yeah the aliens and the predators are fighting I'm the tweeting future. that to Dark Horse Comics yeah. right Holy now I, Terminator, I would you? be very surprised if that had not I'm going to try and get Gail Simone to write this book Terminator versus Robocop is a thing that is a mm-hmm. direct response that, to Alien vs. Predator game. Yeah, got a game and, and, and probably and, would have been on this list if you had been playing yeah. as Arnie in it instead of Robocop which you are right. now but, I, but uh, I love Terminator 3. Arnold is the only actor in all three of those movies, with the exception of the Doctor character, who I love watching get stabbed in the second hmm. movie. And, and I hate... I, I don't dislike Dark Fate. I, th- I think Dark Fate was pretty okay. But it retcons 3 out of existence. Because yes. Sarah Connor... It, there's even a level in this game where well, you're riding around with Sarah Connor's casket. I think I think one of the things with Terminator is because it has time travel as its central conceit, like it can retcon itself any time it wants, and that's fine. Yeah. The timeline is continuously shifting; it's malleable. And I will point out the the reason Terminator Two exists is because James Cameron wanted to make a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he was the good guy. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason this stupid fucking continuity in this awful series has continued going. It's because Terminator 2 <laughs> it's decided... It's a wonderful it, series. What are you talking about? Dude, the movies make me so mad <laughs> all the time because 1 and 2 are so perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it it might be one of the most uneven series that mm-hmm. we have. Are you, it's so weird. he did kind of the same thing with Aliens where like the first Terminator was like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good point. And like Alien... But Aliens is like a fun buddy action movie. That's the James Cameron movie. That's, that's and the then movie. in the second action-y. one, Second Terminator is the exact same way. And then three is it, shit. It's a cart racer. By the way, way to shit all over my previous point because you brought up Aliens. No, that is the most uneven franchise we have. Thank you, Kayla, for reminding me. And then I, three is awful. I still, I think there's more than two good Alien movies. I think. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Prometheus is not one of them. No, I think. I didn't hate three, and I didn't hate Resurrection because it was the first one I saw. I saw it backwards. Oh no, it's terrible. I always see the worst shit. I was shit ten first. when I saw Alien. All right, well, Chris, that's your superpower. You play and see the worst shit first. <laughs> I'd like to think cool. it makes me uh, my superpower is objectivity. <laughs> <laughs> you should uh. do nothing but write game reviews. <laughs> Can someone isolate Kayla's ugh? <laughs> <laughs> We've got to save just a little bit of Terminator talk for our. Because get over here. Who knows what this is? Mortal oh, Kombat. Yeah, Mortal it's, Kombat I, Eleven. Michael, I know it's, I can't, dude. If there is not a podcast called Terminator Talk, uh, we should start one and <laughs> then immediately Terminator. cancel it after one episode. <laughs> uh, this day in history, uh, announcer. <laughs> This would have been when Skynet was activated. Uh, Veronica's Closet premiered today. In- <laughs> oh, I love that show. <laughs> Talking Terminator. Talking Terminator. Oh, Jesus. 
Uh, I went up against the movie with Ellen DeGeneres and a new pogo ball was released. <laughs> Like, <laughs> why, why try to do the rest of the podcast? This is so perfect. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 had uh, the Terminator yes. as a guest character joining the illust- such illustrious guests as Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and Leatherface. Well, and you mentioned Terminator versus Robocop. Uh-huh. And now Robocop. Now we can get that again. Yes. Yay! We can actually get that, yeah. A definitive... With Peter Weller as Robocop in the uh, DLC. Mm-hmm. Nice. Definitive nice. match for nice. the ages. So, I, you know what? I, I kind of like... Arnold's new look with with his beard. I think he wears it well. I think it's a lot better than the saggy, clean-shaven appearance he he had in that WWE trailer where he's trying to to imitate his 1987 flat-top look, whatever. Yeah, it like without spoiling anything else, like Dark Fate sort of presents itself like this is what a Terminator looks like when it's forced to live for 40 years. Yeah. They age, and who knew? They yeah, like their their shit gets old, like it's just it's just fake skin they're doing to disguise themselves. It's not supposed to be permanent. Mm-hmm. And, but but and, I love this because like yeah, Arnold's face with a sound alike voice actor. I, I'm guessing because he's not credited for this on IMDb. No, he, it's definitely not him, and I don't understand oh, no. why. Because like Mortal Kombat seems to get everybody back. Yeah, they do. It, and, but but this it seems to be like it's mostly an excuse to riff on his well-known lines. What a change did you to call me? An ugly motherfucker. I will eat him alive. And also... Take me to Siracana. Oh, can't. Gotta get to the chopper. I, my, I think my, my favorites come from... Uh, the fuck? Is it, is it Jackie Briggs, Jax's daughter? Yeah, yeah. Sure like her is. her introductions. Um, this is this is might be my favorite Schwarzenegger line ever that they're referencing. Is it true Sub Zero is now Plane Zero? My mission objective is complete. Damn. <laughs> Sub Zero now Plane Zero. <laughs> wow! Holy From shit! Running Man. Yeah, he uh, finding a guy named Sub Zero again. How about that? That was inspired by Running Man. Wow. And and like this Man. is all coming full circle because like yes Midway was very obviously inspired by Running Man when they made Smash TV then they did Terminator Two now they're doing fucking Mortal Kombat and bringing Arnie back into it so he's working yeah. with the same if, people if, if I may say it's like, called the Tobias Principle Michael that's what we refer to it the John Arnold, Tobias Principle Arnold is such a great interview uh, interview subject and he's really game for everything my a couple of my favorite things hey did you see when he was like touring in australia for like a fitness thing and a dude did a full-on running kick to his back yeah like two years ago off. and guess <laughs> what happened he didn't fall down <laughs> like he didn't do anything he's like wow what was that light shove polite <laughs> oh, dust off the shoulder a little dirt on the shoulder no no problem it fucking it, it, that's he, he had assaulted. like a 26 year old hot woman waiting for him in his hotel room like Oh, baby, let me rub that down for you. And he's yes. like, yeah, I can handle this. <laughs> I take it from the back. No, sorry. that's. that's <laughs> but he was talking about, like, um, I didn't know this because I saw this all, like, later on. I was I didn't see a lot of Arnold movies when I was a kid. But Terminator was so famous that, like, how many movies did Arnold Schwarzenegger say, I'll be back, to reference Terminator? It's really weird. Yeah. It's a how, lot. How many it movies like he did that line, in? line, his shtick. It was a throwaway line in the original Terminator, and then it was again in Running Man, and yeah, yeah. and it just it, again in Terminator Two. That's when it hit huge. 
Dude, I thought it was crazy. I saw Running Man like in the 2000s and like I cannot believe he just said the line from the other movie mm-hmm. in a movie from a different studio. Well, but that, that was, seems that, illegal. That was the only one. Like it wasn't a thing in every movie and then Michael's right like T2 is when they're like, "No, no, that's his catchphrase." Mm-hmm. That's his but then you this. learn that it's common practice in Hollywood for uh actors to kind of come in with their own writers who will review a script and kind of punch it up so that this character sounds more like Arnold or, mm-hmm. or um, uh, Will but Smith, he, for example. He also said, like, when I was young, when I, w- when I first started doing this, everyone said, I'll be back. In the last 10 years, I never hear that. And everyone just yells, get to the chopper. He's not a tumor. And, like, all these other oh, oh, weird. What was, what was that last one, Chris? It's I've not a tumor. I've got that, too. Your observation is incorrect. You sure? That neck's pretty thick. It is not a tumor. It's, which is from Kindergarten Cop, Kindergarten which is Cop. also an excellent By movie. the way, the first Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I saw in a theater. Uh, Ditto. Well, maybe, maybe. I think my dad took me to T2, which would have been a year or two earlier. No, I saw that, and then I saw Junior, and then I snuck and saw T2 when it was on TV. Nice. It, yeah, it, Doesn't he say that line like after a kid tells him boys have a penis, girls have a vagina? Is it? A, I have a pain in my neck. Is it a tumor? Is not the tumor. <laughs> yeah, because the that, kid's dad was like a doctor or something, I don't, or mm. hypochondriac. Who knows? And and, and yeah. like just hearing Arnold talk about it, like yeah, originally I was able to control what my catchphrase was, and as time has gone on, the world has told me I have no control over what line they like of mine. <laughs> so people what scream. Well, get like, to the chapel. What if his thing had become like him punching a horse in Conan the Barbarian? <laughs> like that's his signature. Like every movie, just oh, punch man. a horse. Well, like he he actually the Family Guy Quest for Stuff mobile game actually got him like as a DLC character with some lines recited by Arnold, what? but it just seemed kind of sad almost because like watching on YouTube somebody like buying the character and like. When he's confirmed, he's like, get to the chopper. I guess that's the thing I say, right? (laughs) You think that's bad? Wait till you hear the other voiceovers. Mm -hmm. You think that's bad? Imagine paying $9.99 for fucking... (laughs) Never mind. mind. (laughs) For Family Guy free-to-play DLC. Oh, Oh, that's the worst. Oh, my God. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the the three people out there playing that game. But but, but technically, technically, you're wasting the life that God gave you. And, and, and there are three people. They're douchebags who live in Massachusetts, and they're the whales that yeah. keep that game afloat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go to my Robin Hood app, then boom, quest for stuff every morning, yeah, like man. right before I lift. $30,000 right a year drop on this game. And then I play the Arcana because I need to know what Faust is saying today. Yeah. GTQ, oh. man. Jim, Tan, quest for stuff. I'll play, I'll play day, fucking man. pretty much any game where of is the second word. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, and then when my lady comes over, we play Kiss by the Baddest Bitter, and then it's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. and all of you. Yeah. These must oh. be the same people who watch that. What's that show with the masked man, the masked singer show? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. those people don't actually exist, do they? No. Sarah Palin was on it. Apparently not. No. Oh, God. Not Arnold. My, 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 my poker face. <laughs> my. <laughs> 
Gary Mack. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's just a good Sorry, article. I know. It's not now he's just starring in delightful videos, sitting in his hot tub with his do- pet donkeys, encouraging people to stay indoors. Uh, my favorite thing yeah. Arnold does now is school people in his official comments. Mm. It's oh, it's oh, I love them. They're so adorable. Oh. It, so he is positive. The weirdest Republican ever because he, he is does not deify the current Cheeto Jesus and has a sense of compassion and empathy. Well, I think and, a lot of it too is he's from Europe. And so yeah, like mm-hmm. by default his scale slides slightly to the left. I like the people. Republicans because I thought it was how I made the money and then I made the money and now I'm just bored. It's, it's, people are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even I mean, hang out I, with them. I lived under Governor Schwarzenegger. He wasn't that bad. No, he wasn't. No. He wasn't. He wasn't great, but he wasn't no. terrible. No. Yeah. It's 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 great that Enron was able to get in a fucking Republican governor. Mm. Uh, I mean, Enron is Texas. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no. But it was their energy crisis that they created. That's uh, true. That, That's true. Remember the rolling blackouts? Yeah. yeah. I had a cousin who graduated Stanford that year. It was great. <laughs> I remember Jay Leno should... uh, did a did a recorded a show by candlelight, and oh, yeah. it, was, it was it was a gag, but like. Living in Oregon at the time and like being at a blockbuster video and like hearing the clerks talk of like, oh man, it's so bad in California right now. They had to record Jay Leno by candlelight. And uh, oh by God. this, by the way, this was like several months after this happened. So this guy had seen a rerun, thought it was current. <laughs> and Who watches Jay Leno and, rerun? And also, how the fuck do you think they're powering the cameras? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I know. And well, his microphone. What's funny is, you think that's bad. Um, yeah, the blackouts are happening, right. but did you hear about this? Paris uh, Hilton has another bit of chlamydia. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine what they think of all the, the, the COVID people taping shit from home where, like, Stephen Colbert has his dog run in on him during a segment, and it's just fucking normal, and we're all like, ah, yeah, been mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's yeah. why, like, every every podcast we've done, like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, and, like, that wasn't professional. I'm like, dude, have you watched the weather? <laughs> There's not a weather report that's not interrupted by a pet <laughs> for the last two months. Oh, no, <laughs> I rubbed peanut butter on my crotch again. Here comes the dog. <laughs> keeps barking. Th- Maple keeps barking through the tornado warning. Like, it, like everything is unprofessional and weird right now. It's fine. I took off the collar on my dog so you wouldn't hear him jingle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. that's, that's what it's like. I just knew. I knew if we waited long enough, we would be the most professional (laughs) production out there. That's how you know. It's a Vigigame Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's a good good, good chance to break right there. That's a good ending note. Uh, I need to to use the ladies' Yeah, we all do. We all need to lose the ladies' Can I give a a little plug for an Arnold movie I've never heard anybody talk about? Uh, uh, Hunting Gunther, I believe it's called. Mm. It's a found footage movie. From Taron Killam from SNL, that's about a team of professional hitmen who have to hunt down Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's the hardest to kill hitman in the world. And it's a comedy, and it's gross, and it's violent, and it's weird. Nice. And it's it's wonderful. I've never heard anybody talk about it. Should have been called Waiting for Gunther. Missed yeah, opportunity go. on that there one. Yeah. That would have had an extra dollar in the till. All right. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's take a little break, and when we come back, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about some new releases, some news, some other stuff, so stay tuned. Rockin' body, pretty face, attitude bigger than the sand and grace. It's troubling when she's rumbling, so give a white girl. Can't help but love her, she's the salt of the earth. Now I wasn't expecting a full-fledged passion of salt. And it's all her fault When she's around, I can't help 
help myself Want to hold on tight to the continental shelf Let's get scratching. Hello, fellow Nerf Herders. Did you not like Last Jedi, Rise of the Skywalker, or would you just prefer a majority of Star Wars fans take a slow walk into a volcano? What I'm saying is, are you sick of Star Wars? Well, I thought I was, but my co-hosts Jeremy and Adam beg to differ. Except when they don't. Get ready for a whole lot of love, a whole lot of hate, and a whole lot of geeky therapy in our new series, Sick of Star Wars, with a big giant question mark, exclusively available at patreon.com slash laser time. Here's a little taste. My monkey. I think when, when the new Star Wars movies have done well, it's with giving you things you didn't know you wanted. And well, no one I knew was asking, like, I wonder how badass Yoda was. I'm like, ah, I'll probably get a fucking comic book at some point and we can see what he could do. I specifically remember my friends and I, as a, as a kid, before this movie came out, being mm-hmm. like, imagine Yoda fighting. And like, oh, it would suck. It's like, no, oh, I bet it'd be awesome. Like, no, oh. yeah, I, I, like, I, I, I hope everyone's heart that. is in their dick because where's Yoda yeah. going to stab people? <laughs> I think I would have enjoyed it more if he wasn't screaming as much. Yes. Like, yes. If he was just, like, focusing more on fighting, I, I don't know. I think I would have appreciated it more. But it's just, like, so ridiculous to hear Yoda screaming. I know. And it, it does sound like Fozzie coming. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> because it came well, out. Well, now it does. Yeah. God damn it, dude. Well, there's another reason I'll watch this piece of shit again. Oh, that's Sick of Star Wars, available exclusively at patreon.com slash lasertime, along with weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive bonus podcasts, and more for just five bucks. And that's in addition to the brand new show, Sick of Star Wars, an angst-ridden podcast saga told in nine parts. Listen long and prosper. This is so wizarding. And welcome back to our final segment where we will not waste any time talking about things like Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything that is unrelated to... Dolores, a Thimbleweed Park mini-adventure is out on Steam, and it's free. It's by Ron Gilbert. Uh, what do you have to lose? Check it out. I haven't. Um, but Wait, it's, it's free? There. Yes, it's free. I hadn't even heard of this thing, and Thimbleweed Park is one of those games, I believe it's on Game Pass that just, mm-hmm. I, or so I got it free good. on Epic or something. It's so good. Ron Gilbert is so good. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, Creator yes, of Monkey yes. Island. Co-creator, I guess, of Monkey I Island. I love it kind, so Yeah, much. kind of one of the fathers of the classic adventure genre. Oh, Monkey Island is still one of the best games ever made. I, I met him once at, uh, I think it was E3, and or, or PAX, one of the two, and he had like a big mm-hmm. button that said, ask me about Loom. And I said, like, why should I ask you about Loom? What can you tell me about it? And he's like, oh, this is a button that a character wore in Monkey Island. So, like, uh... oh, well, I've managed to somehow make an ass of myself asking about the buttons. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah, he's usually sitting by himself in, like, the, the indie mega booth at mm-hmm. a PAX, because very rarely recognized, but, yeah. like, you know. But he was he was there to like... promote The Cave. Remember The Cave? It was a great game. Yes. Oh, that was a good game. It was game. okay. Yeah. It was okay, yeah. It was fun. I remember that. Uh, what else but, is that? Uh, but but Dolores, is Dolores one of the, the detective leads from Thimbleweed Park, or is it, like, I a spin-off? I think she's, she's the girl with the glasses, maybe? I don't yep. know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is... Uh, Dude, I feel like people have been talking about this game. I know nothing about Deep Rock Galactic. What I feel like I've Galactic? been hearing this game, the the name of this game, for the past ten years. So I don't know if we should call this it's, a new it's, release. Is that a game or like a guru? It's a it's a multiplayer shooter. Is all I know. Uh, it's a cooperative multiplayer multiplayer shooter. 
Right. I believe you. I don't want to look it up. I, but I feel like it has a pretty good pedigree with the studio. Mm. Uh, no, well, what's mind. it? What's it out on this week? Uh, this is on one. Xbox One and Windows. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, it is. It is out on it's Steam a, May thirteenth. But I don't it's have a Danish Windows. indie studio named Ghost Ship, which is a shitty movie. Never see it. It is for, like, according according to Steam a four, one to four player co op FPS featuring badass space dwarves, hundred percent destructible environments, procedurally generated caves. This is why I've heard of it. It's been in early monsters. access for two years. Yeah, okay, it's, it's been sense. in early access for two years, and I've it, I've heard good buzz about it mm-hmm. during its time in early. That access, explains why so, it seems yeah. sounds so familiar. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pixel Ripped 1995 is oh out okay. for uh, PlayStation 4 on PSVR. Um, it, and o- yeah, Oculus. It came out about a month ago for Oculus and Oculus okay. Quest, which is what I played it on. And I was telling you before we started recording, Matt, I have not felt this seen by a game right. since Willy Beamish. Well, this is the one I, I turned you on. This is the sequel to yes. Pixel Ripped 89, right? Yes. And, and a game which I own and have yet to really play, but um, is it's a game where you're playing old school games within a video game, right? Ye, sort of. Well, Pixel Rip 89 is a game where you're basically trying to play your Game Boy in class and right. uh, keep your teacher distracted so she doesn't take it away from you. And then things happen where the real world, world and the game merge. And in this one, you are playing as a nine-year-old boy in New Jersey... And uh, you're you're playing Pixel Rip 1995, the the 90s version of this 80s game, and the Super Nintendo version. When I say I feel seen, it's because oh my god, this takes me back to my youth, where I'm sitting there playing a game, and you actually like you have full virtual reality like uh, control. You have to like pick up the cartridge off the floor, pop it into the system, turn the system on, and then keep your hands in front of you. While you're, you know, playing with with a virtual controller, and the whole time your mom is hovering in the background, going like, "You're still playing this game? It's oh, it's it's eight in the morning. Why are you up playing yeah. this now? I hear these games have like radiation. You don't know what's in that plastic box. It could be radiation coming out. And these games make kids violent. And why why are you still playing this? Oh, hold on, I have to take a call. You better be off this by the time I get off the call. And so you're you're playing the game. And you also have to, like, pick up this gun that you get from playing the game to shoot, like, cookie jars and things in the background to keep your mom distracted from uh, coming and and taking the game away. And there's also, like, a kid who comes to your window and is like, oh, you're still playing this game? I beat this game already. I've got an uncle who works at Ultimate, so I've already got the (laughs) Ultimate 32. Man, I can't believe you're still playing this shit. You know, in Japan, uh, this game is actually the sixth in a long series. Uh-huh, You're uh-huh. missing the real yeah. version. So it's it's a bit, little bit getting uh, retro game challenge vibes from this. Actually, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, this is yeah. what it was like to play games as a kid. No, I I feel like these games are made by dudes about our age mm-hmm. who who are just kind of making games oh, totally. about growing up playing yep. games. It's in buy. Is the first one VR? Yes. Yeah, they're both VR games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I recommend this. It's. It's like twenty bucks, but it's it's definitely a trip. Yeah, it's yep. worth it. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and then the yeah the last one, Chris. I feel like you've talked about this series. Um, Super Mega Baseball Three came out and is is actually on several different platforms. Um, and there's a free demo, which I'll be honest, it's a very generous demo. It lets you play like 
kind of single-player exhibition mode and then even some online multiplayer stuff. I downloaded the Switch demo, but it's on multiple platforms. It's on um, PC, Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. Uh, the Super Mega Baseball games are sort of, um, they look very arcadey and cartoony, and they don't have official licenses, but don't let that fool you. There's actually a really deep baseball game behind all this stuff, um, and of course, like anything that doesn't have the license, they kind of have a robust character creator mode and team creator so that you can, if you have the time, create your actual teams, which are not playing real baseball, so why not fucking go give this a try, and then if you like it, the best part is... The full price game is not 60 bucks. It's only a $45 game. So it's if you are playing anything but PS4, you don't have a baseball alternative other than this game. So why uh, not? Baseball alternative, if you will. It, it, I, I can totally see myself with a robust demo like that. Like, And then I get drunk. And, <laughs> and then just <laughs> bought. Bought. What a brand new demographic. Having played MLB The Show on PS4, it's like, yeah, if, if you want the realistic sim... And if you want, yeah, go with that game. But what's nice about Super Mega Baseball games is, like, most of the mechanics are there in terms of the pitching and the hitting and all that stuff. But it's also, like, none of the bullshit. Like, there's there's no, you know, uh, card packs or any any of that bullshit. The currency Franchise stuff mode. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, yeah, okay, you're going to play your franchise mode and your, and your single, you know that's it there's there's none of this other stuff that the, the, the ultimate team mode you know they're not trying to monetize the shit out of you and it can be arcadey if you want it to be and looks arcadey it, it just really reminds me a lot of like sports I, games I, I playing think, on I snes dave, growing up. dave talked more about it because it's like what we wanted right. from rbi baseball yes uh, when it, when they re-released that i am on the drinky side hello but it's, go, go check out. I, I encourage you all go check out the free demo. It's not a very big download, especially to, just I played it on my Switch. It's great. The text is a little small in handheld mode on the Switch. I must call out. But uh, other than that, it's a, it's a fine game of the round ball. All right, the sweetest science. Well, let's move on to fucking pleasant i had to remind myself i love it so much (laughs) what some of those sounds were like there's i think there's a rotary telephone in there (laughs) it's my it's i actually prefer the new releases bit because we get to hear Anne giggling at the end that's true that's That's, always the only i like the the teletype the Anne, and i I think whatever machine uh told uh tim robbins he was fired in hudsucker proxy (laughs) (laughs) And maybe the machine that told Michael J. Fox he was fired in uh, Back to the Future 2? I'm fired! <laughs> oh. Hey, 302010 plug. I didn't know Back to the Future 3 is about to be 30 years old. No, uh, that's God! My second favorite Back to the Future movie. Easy. I love three. Easy. I love 3. Uh, so, guys, last week we talked about Microsoft had a Series X showcase that had not happened by the time we recorded. Um, it has since happened, and people have since said it wasn't that great. But um, but there was a lot that they showed, and I liked a lot of it. Um, I can say coming out of that thing, Assassin's Creed Valhalla looks fucking epic, dude. Did Yay. you see their reveal where it was just the dude playing the music, and then he was doing Photoshop to yeah, the no. screen? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah, did the art, see that the because reveal. I was on the other side of that, watching um, it happen. 
I saw it. I loved it. I loved it so much. I'm so, so, so Michael, did you highlight this and say yes, or is that a Caleb? That's edit me. To the that's notes? me. All right, all right. So <laughs> yeah. this this might as well have been the, the Valhalla show because I think that was the biggest thing they were hyping. They also mm. the, it wasn't the only game they showed. Um, but the reason I think a lot of people viewed oh, it as oh, lackluster. By the way, uh, go to uh, Xbox Wire to read my full write-up of what's in that trailer and its significance. Nice. Um, but the the reason I think a lot of people kind of had a negative reaction to this reveal um, is that Microsoft had hyped it up as saying we're going to show actual Series X gameplay, and then when it came around, they actually showed a lot of cinematic stuff. Uh, there was some gameplay. I think they showed Valhalla gameplay trailer, but. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed a lot of cinematic stuff, so people were like, kind of felt like, hey, you didn't really do that. Um, the good news is, Microsoft has promised they're going to be doing monthly showcases throughout the summer, so this is the first of many, but it was not necessarily, um, the, the great start to those. But, but they did show a lot of cool stuff. Uh, AC Valhalla was, was the main, main event, but they also showed, uh, Dirt 5, which is the first Dirt game since 2017, if you like your off-roading. Uh, racing game? Sure, why not? Um, they showed, fun. they showed the uh, just kind of a early footage of Madden NFL 21, which looks exactly like every let's call them shoulder season Madden game between console generations. Uh, take, just interpret that how you will. Um, they showed uh, Ebb Software's Scorn, which was a weird looking kind of sci-fi horror thing. Yeah. Uh, they showed a Chorus, which is a oh space yeah, shooter. Scorn was the one where it's just like. Oh yeah, this is all the the HR Giger art that you normally don't see as an aliens right. fan. <laughs> so it's like all his yes, weird dicks yes. and boobs and stuff. Yeah, a lot, lot, lot of dicks and boobs. Uh-huh. Calm trail. down, yeah. that's fine. Lot, lots of uh, you know things jutting out of walls with proboscis that drips suspicious white fluids. Uh, mm. <laughs> Stop it! It, sh- Stop it, it. showed that uh, that. Bright Memory Infinite, which is that shooter that developed by one guy alone yes. in China, but it looks so fucking I've, insane. I've played through the first episode of Bright Memory, which is on Steam. Uh, it's really mm. good, and it lasts mm. about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Um, okay, but it, it's right. it's a faintly Dark Souls inspired, very fast uh, shooter slasher with uh, a grappling hook. It's worth playing, and it was kind of weird to see Microsoft open this with that. It's like, oh, yeah. you're like you're doing the the thing made by the one guy in China. Okay, great. But, but I can see why because it looks really. It has amazing weather I, effects. The shooting I swear, stuff like great. seeing this video, it's like this looks like a video game in a movie that's mm-hmm. made by bad CG artists <laughs> who are not game makers because this it, this can't be real. Right. I had that vibe from Bright Memory. It, it looks really it's, good. It's solid. Um, like you can play that yeah, game. I now. can't believe it's this solid. exists. They also showed a uh, puzzle adventure, Call of the Sea. So, a little weird slate of titles. They showed uh, The Medium, which is a horror game behind... Uh, Michael will get excited. He, I know you loved last year's Blair Witch game, so The Medium is made by the same yeah. team. Um, I, I'm wondering if... like I remember, I think back in 2012, I was getting like these weird cryptic PR messages from some, like, some Polish studio saying, like, Have you heard of Medium? You will. <laughs> and like, like leaving me phone messages like that. And uh, so I'm, I'm wondering, it's like, is this the same game or is this completely different? It's probably completely maybe, different maybe. because that just sort of disappeared. Uh, they showed a co-op dinosaur shooter called Second Extinction, 
Uh, they showed a little bit more of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, which we'd okay. seen before, but uh, it's nice to know it's coming to their platform. Mm-hmm. And this one, I'm super excited. So a, a series that has traditionally been locked on PC and PlayStation, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is confirmed coming to Xbox yeah. Series X. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy to hear when you realize that, like, oh, uh, Kir- uh, Kazuma Kiryu has been kind of like the default playstation mascot for a lot of people in japan yeah yeah so this is coming you know at launch for series x is kind of well there's a couple yakuza games on xbox one yeah, on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, that's true. But it's also interesting. Oh, you're like, right. This yeah, is, Zero's on there. This that's is already true. out on PS4 in Japan and has been for a while. It is. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Right. This is the yeah. one that the, the, the lead character looks like Malcolm Gladwell mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, he's got like <laughs> the big <laughs> the wiry fro thing going on. Yeah. yeah. If, um, like, am I crazy to think like um, this was at least two scoops of Microsoft's E3 presentation that they're salvaging and and I, ima- I imagine their big reveals were pulled out in order to. This wasn't E3. Why? Why launch? Why? Why announce your games this way? Why not wait for a better time? I think the reason a lot of people view this as a misstep is what you didn't hear in there. You guys might have might have been looking for a little word called Halo. Hmm. No mention. Uh, no Forza. So nothing first party was shown. That all they've they've gone on record. They're showing that in July. Um, and so it's kind of like an unforced error of like, look, if you're showing the Series X, you gotta you gotta lead with your strong shit, which you know first party is gonna take advantage of that hardware better than anything else. Like, go with the big guns. A go high tide raises all boats. Which, by the way, I think Halo Two Anniversary is out on Steam this week, so that's another oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, you're right. Up. I think what it is though is like you can't wait till July if you're launching a console this year, and they knew that, so it's like, well, shit, we gotta go out with something. It's all this third-party stuff, and yeah, Valhalla looks great, but... I love my, my relationship with the Halo games at this point, like, oh, you don't want to show it? Fine. I'll, I'll wait. Oh, it's going to be at launch, you say. <laughs> and we haven't seen a screenshot well, yet. I'm kind of holding out hope because it it feels like the, the last couple months under quarantine have gone by... Like slowly and yet very quickly. I think there's there's yes. a lyric in a dynamite hack song of all things. It's like says months go by faster than days, and it's like that kind of Are those describes the guys that the... did the boys in the hood. Yes, yes exactly. it is. Yes. <laughs> they did it all as yuppies in golf carts. Uh-huh. Remember that video? <laughs> but but months go by faster than days. It's kind of I, I think it's describing depression a little bit. Um, but mm-hmm. but yes that. That feels like our current situation, doesn't it? It Where sounds it's like, like 2020. Time crawls, but at the same time, you're like, oh shit, did two months just go by? Like, it did. Already? No, I've I heard someone describe it really well. Like, March took forever mm-hmm. to go oh, by. Oh, God. April did not exist. Because no. all of a sudden, you're like, what the <laughs> yes. fuck? It's mid May? Like, April was a week long. Ago? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was. But my point is that this stuff will be here very soon. <laughs> it will, yeah. it will. But, but so I think this is. At this point, Sony has a chance to step in, and boy, did they ever this week. Um, so they kind of came Very together, and, and I really want to know. So as someone who doesn't give a fuck about console wars, because I buy them both, mm-hmm. um, or, or them all if you count Nintendo, I'm always fascinated when I see the gamesmanship between Microsoft and Sony. And boy, did Sony get one over on Microsoft, because after that kind of lackluster showing, Sony went out and um, Epic revealed Unreal 5 this week, yep. which 
if for those who don't know, Unreal is kind of the engine a lot of games are built on. It's, this, it's this should have been boring engine. and not news in any other time period. But man, this fucking demo looked amazing. Yeah, it was it was the it was the best it was the best sell for the next generation I've seen so far. And one yeah. of the one of the first things they say this everything you're seeing today is running on a PS5. So Sony was just like fuck it, yeah, we're getting into bed with Epic. Fuck it, mm-hmm. we love it. That demo looked like like a fantasy Tomb Raider. Yeah. She even had a fucking British accent. I think the thing is that that demo was showing off like, look at all this very highly detailed scenery that we can render whizzing past you at very high speeds. Oh, with at, no at the loads. end of the demo when she flies through everything, yeah, 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 yeah. But but I think at the same time, like, well, that is this is tech demo uh, uh, settings, I guess, where like you're, you're not running any sort of AI or anything, so there's nothing else taxing the processor behind the scenes. So, but then then they came on the record and said that demo is actually playable. It's not a hmm. pre-rendered thing. It's an actual. I don't, well, yeah. I, I would love it if we could go download it and play it, hmm. but they said no. This is this is actually being played. Hmm. So it's they basically sure. took they, they they should have said they took an HDMI feed from a PS5 and fucking recorded that thing. Like, it, it looks really, really good and it's playable. Um, and then uh, Epic, so so Sony got in bed with Epic, and so Tim Sweeney, uh, one of the heads of Epic, like, super, you know, techie dude who, who just knows a lot about computer tech, uh, he's on record saying, you know, the PS5 architecture blows away anything current-gen PCs can do. Um, he says that it's basically, it's that hard drive. It's, it's world-class, and he, his quote... Not only the best in class in consoles, but the best in any platform. Um, and so he goes on to say, it's going to enable the types of content we've only dreamed of in the past. The world of loading screens is over, and the days of geometry pop in as you go through these games environments are ended. Okay. I'm a little bummed because, like, I love some of the shit they did during loading screens. Like, I love that, like, seeing the, the game yeah, tips some of and the, the trivia. Mm. I mean, it gives me a chance to check Facebook one more time before I start playing. <laughs> but, but like, this is true. I, I was watching that with my girlfriend, and like, still the beginning of the demo is still like the whole promise of 4K and HDR. Like, I gotta be admit, like, I don't fucking see it. Mm. Uh, it's imperceptible to me. Well, the, the, they said these textures are 8K, by the way. And the, the light, the light that they showed in the fucking opening of this thing, like, wow, that is like, yeah completely different from anything I've ever seen and then when they started talking I know it's boring but like talking about shadows like shadows in video games have been a giant problem for a long time yep they're, they've been dynamic yeah. and they all all look like they're they're shot through a cheesecloth for some there's, reason there's a lot of like really techie terms they introduced during that demo that I just tried to avoid but all you really need to know is like the textures are fucking insane because they're 8k which I've read is like what the human eye sees in um, the real-time lighting, they showed off that where they basically were like, yeah, watch us move the light around this scene and have it respond in real time to what and, we're and, doing. And pixel-sized polygons. Yes, the polygons. They, they were showing in the, the billions with a B polygons I, 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 I believe in, in between the lines, and, and I don't understand this stuff. I'm dumber than any, anybody listening. Uh, is, is that like, it's not really doing all this shit. There's not that many polygons. And there's not that, that many 8K textures. But... The, the Unreal Engine has figured out a way to approximate the look of that mm-hmm. now in, mm-hmm. on, in a new console setting. And that shit is super exciting. Well, one of the things they, they, they hyped up is like, so 
now being on the game developer side, which I you know I love, I love bragging about, um, I get to see that's like yeah, when you create an art asset in like a three D you know program or whatever, to get it into an engine, there's usually like a lot of stuff you have to do to be like oh we're optimizing this or we're gonna pre render this or you know it's gonna approximate this. They were showing off like no no like these they showed this one scene where the character walks through all these statues. Think like um. What what are those things called, Michael? The 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 man, the army of uh, the terracotta yeah, army, terracotta warriors. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they show they show they're like yeah, all of these are like a billion or something polygons, and they're all rendered in real time. Nothing here had to be pre processed to show this to you, hmm. and it's basically like yeah, you can as close as you can get to taking this super high res three D asset, the stuff that you use in video games that they've they've had to usually kind of you know put through some filters, and they're like no, this is kind of almost as high res as when it ha- how it was created originally in this 3d art program and i'm like holy shit this is this is gonna be some good shit dude like we're gonna we're Sorry, gonna notice even, this yeah. is the first video game footage i've seen that like we imported this directly from zbrush <laughs> yes he mentions <laughs> oh, yeah it's very ZBrush. tech he mentioned zbrush and like maya and all these fucking 3d programs and sure but, but, but like I don't understand all those things but i do understand like if they're making the engine itself versatile enough for, for to do to do all these new things quickly that's great for games it uh, is like unbelievably wonderful for games even even like making the mild distinction like that epic unreal has had a cinematic mode like that can't be achieved in games which is said in the beginning and we talked about previously like yeah mandalorian is in the fucking unreal engine right the old one <laughs> The old Unreal Engine. Four, and, um, four, yeah, four. And, and, and that's all that shit's super exciting, man. Like, this got me, and I think that's why you brought it up, this got me way more excited than the Xbox demos. But again, like, the difference Xbox is trying to showcase isn't going to read well in a mainstream-focused streaming press conference over YouTube. Nope. Be- that, that was one of the worst moves they made is, like, can we get a fucking Xbox employee just a decent microphone versus the headset mics they use for that presentation? Jesus fucking Christ, Microsoft. What are you doing? Send someone a fucking a blue uh, We Yeti. do it. Why can't you? <laughs> it's not even... I'm not even saying get a great mic. Just get a blue Yeti. These guys had headset mics on. Like Anyway, um, so related Epic news. I don't know if something was going on with Epic where they were releasing a lot of news, but they... um. This is the first thing I thought of, and, and this is the first time I've seen it in print. So I, I Here's the really thing that this. I think to the development community, and which will ultimately trickle down to, to you game players, is huge news. So Epic changed their royalty structure, and it's retroactive back to January 1st of this year. So this mostly, it affects a lot of indie developers, but it used to be uh, indies had to pay out 5% royalty on their game, um, that anything that earns over three thousand dollars a quarter, but that, that's with a, with a free Epic. The uh, Unreal Engine is free now. It well, so no. Here's the thing. So up, Unreal Engine, there's a free and a paid version where um, you can either pay up front and, and that gets you some benefits and, and kind of like what you have to show and all this stuff. And I might be confusing that too with um, uh, what's the other one? Unity. Unity uh, is kind of the other competing big engine, but. Um, so there's a royalty structure which you had to usually pay them a five percent royalty after you you know if your game earns three thousand a quarter. Now, indies don't have to pay Epic anything until their game earns a million dollars. That is so huge for indie devs, like making these kind of smaller games that aren't making a lot of money. It's like that 
that's a big chunk of money they no longer have to pay out, which just they get to keep. If you play games, this is good for you. Trust Unless me. it takes your game seven years to make a million. Then all of a sudden, like, ah, shit, I have to get over 5% of this me- this measly dough. Indie devs are going apeshit about this news. They this were is loving good. it. This is really good, considering some indies, they don't make a living. They, they it's, probably it's still a side have day yeah, jobs. It's a side, it's a side yeah, hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for all of you, I know you're bitching about Epic exclusives and all this stuff, but, like, Epic has been doing some big moves that direct no one but game developers, uh, you know, in terms of, like, their royalty rates and stuff like that. Like, It almost seems like they're trying to save themselves from what happened with Too Human. <laughs> I think what they're just trying to do is, is, is present a viable alternative to just one huge platform being Steam on PC. They're like, look, yeah. there, there's this other platform... But the engine stuff has it, it benefits both uh, console and PC, uh, any game developer. So that's that's actually pretty big news, and hopefully that will mean we'll see more really good indie games that are more well funded, and these these game makers are able to pocket more money. Yeah, I, I don't see how even like AAA developers are are not supposed to look at this like fuck yeah, our game is yeah. a giant loser. Yeah, we don't exactly. have to. We didn't fork exactly. over a shitload of money to Epic, uh, and yeah, yeah, it yeah. seems neat. Uh, next bit of news, so the whole show was about this, but I wanted to give a few details. So Arnold, Arnold is, is as Dutch. Dutch is coming yeah. to Predator Hunting Grounds, a game... And I'm hoping there's some story content there and not just like, oh, Arnold's voicing a character. Funny you mention it, Michael. Mm. So um, I never knew Dutch had a whole name. It's Alan Dutch Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Major Alan Dutch Schaefer is returning. Uh, in the son next, of uh, a bitch! It's I know, right? I re, when that happened, I was just like, Ugh. so one of my one of my friends uh, through the industry kind of worked on this and made this happen. And then my first comment was like, "You son of a bitch!" And I was like, I really hope he gets that reference. Um, so son this is coming bitch, May twenty sixth. I mean. This is coming May twenty sixth to Predator Hunting Grounds. Um, and if you buy the first paid DLC, you can play as Dutch uh, as a fire team member. And you get early access to a new rifle and knife, um, which will be available to all players in June. Here's what's cool, and this is, I think, what you were asking for, Michael. It ties into a new storyline where you're going to discover tapes revealing what Dutch has been up to since the events of the first movie, which for me, as a Predator fan, Mm -hmm. that has been a white whale. Like, if if you're a fan of the Predator franchise, Dutch has not been involved since Predator 1. Mm-hmm. There was a quick blurb in Predator 2 that may or may not have been Arnold showing a guy, like, running to a chopper. Is, is Carl Weathers the only member of that cast who hasn't become the governor of a state? <laughs> Probably. Maybe. He, maybe. <laughs> Shane, maybe. Shane Black, I think, is, has been the governor of many mm. movies. Uh, he's, he's governored many mm-hmm. movies. Yes, Pre- President at, uh, Action Jackson, mm-hmm. as I like to call Carl Weathers, has, has been uh, in my headcanon the mayor of my heart. I'm still out here in the woods. Prairie <laughs> Home Companion is not that funny. <laughs> so we, we get to, to understand what Dutch has been up to since the events of the first game. And the, the model in the game is an, an older, more grizzled Dutch. He's got the scars all He's over his face from that He's got the modern-day Schwarzenegger beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit toned up, like a like a little bit buffer modern day. Very saggy, but you know. I don't like the new season of Real Housewives, and no one's visiting my Etsy store. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't think the Netflix seasons of Arrested Development count. They're not canon. 
I was the original Tiger King. I don't understand. <laughs> no, one's, no one's ever tamed a predator, and now you care about this guy. Right. Look, I I have to say, you know, that game did, didn't get great reviews when it came out, and I kind of... I hope this isn't what it is, but it almost feels like this is something that you would have normally held until like a month or two after launch that they were like, nah, we, we got to do this now. Let, let's get it out there now. I think it's a, it's a, it's a first party problem. <sighs> Friday the 13th game like wasn't, was so far from perfect when it came out, but like it's, it's promise was there. And I still think I see that in Predator. Yeah. But it's also like this is a first party published thing, and yes, it's cheaper, but like people do kind of expect some level of polish and perfection when you start out. But like the nature of this like highly asymmetrical game, it's going to take a long time before it becomes like a game everyone should own. Do we know is this his Ilphonic moved on? This is their thing, and they no longer spend any time on on Friday the Thirteenth. Or what's no, I don't. I, I don't think that's the case. Okay. Uh, even 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 at this point, but like, uh, yeah, like uh, Friday the Thirteenth, like had to figure itself out. Like it, it really, it, it launched way buggier than this. Yeah, that Friday the Thirteenth got like sixes at launch or lower, and eventually became a much. It better was also game. a Kickstarter like, project. We talked to we talked to older gamers, like younger gamers, fucking love Friday the Thirteenth. Like it found its mm-hmm. audience, like big right. time. Like Here it's comes the, the best thing. Chase. It's the biggest yeah. thing that's ever happened to Friday the 13th, period. Ever. It's awesome. It's good yeah. news for that franchise. And I hope that happens for, for, for Predator, especially with, like, hopefully... That's the thing that worries me is long-tail support. It, it, it's buried in these contracts as, like, one-year blah blah blah, And they just... I do yeah. have a feeling, like, this is going to be abandoned where. By the time it should be good, it'll be abandoned. I think getting Dutch is a vote of confidence for me. It's like holy shit, they paid, they got, they they paid and got Arnold. You know, it's, we- so it's weird. I don't know what like in any other world, having worked on every several sides of the games industry, like this would have been announced before launch. So right. the fact that this is being announced now, like maybe this is evidence of a bigger commitment to the it's, game. It's what, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying is like normally they would have held this for like, hey, you know, things are going well, but this is the big bump we need, like big first bump. And it's like, eh, it's only like two weeks since launch. Mm-hmm. They're pulling this. And, and I mean, but you got to give them credit. Like seriously, uh, Fox had not gotten Arnold on any, you know, Predators doesn't have Dutch. N- fucking AVP doesn't have Dutch. Nothing has Dutch. This is the first yeah. we've heard of this character since the 87 original. Is that what Dylan. I came <laughs> fucking dude hey, and the whatever, NES man. tie-in game which was awful yes yes um, so that yeah that's it's exciting to me another thing that uh, it got teased by the way this Kayla week, are you still with us oh yeah okay, I'm right. listening to y'all you don't like Arnold games more, nothing more Arnold to game say more. about this shit look into my glistening breasts you loved them <laughs> maybe you have something to say about mafia trilogy which was oh, all man. but officially announced it was teased and even like a trailer announcing the announcement those screenshots look so good rumor has it so this is a game that may not only just be a remaster of mafia one and two and then a release of three it might even be a complete remake of mafia one I am nope. cool with that because Mafia 1 was fascinating. It was like in the the bootlegger era. You, you're driving around in fucking Model T Fords and you, you will get cops on you if you run traffic lights. Um, that And, and it, it had a really good story. 
And uh, I feel like Mafia 2, maybe, was like, eh, this has some promise, but it's really a third-person shooter that doesn't need to be open-world. Um, yeah. The open-world is very lifeless and not very fun to explore. And then yeah. Mafia 3 is just fucking great. So It's um, great, and everyone should play it. Mm-hmm. I, I will yeah, say, whoever's running the social account teasing this campaign is like, you've been watching too many Fast and Furious movies, because the whole teaser was just like, family, respect, loyalty and i'm just Blood you sound shot. like fucking what? you sound like dom you sound Mafia like dom in movies favors forget about it this will be exciting to to get all three games at one time sandwiches tracksuits i haven't played any of them really oh three yeah. three is so yeah, good they're all great they're all great actually well three is the one set in new orleans right yes yes it is yeah, well yeah. new not new orleans what's new it called Bordeaux. Michael? New, New Bordeaux, Bordeaux, thank you. New Bloodhaven, great. <laughs> that is not even the remaster I'm most excited for because this week saw Any Mass Effect trilogy remaster. No. They hinted at it. Hmm. I'm what? talking about a confirmed thing that Son is the worst kept secret in games. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and uh, Two, built care. in the Unreal Engine, uh-huh. uh, is coming this September. This is bringing back skaters and stages from the original two games, um, not, but not from with... the weird remake that previously came out on Xbox 360. Yeah, I remember no. that one. Uh-huh. It, but not even... Yeah. So, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, for those who don't remember, it was not open world like the other games were. Uh, it, was, it wasn't It was open world, but it was like you got these skate park-like levels that you, you had a you timer. Had three, what? You had a, you had it was a timer, timer to, game. That was a timer game. Yeah, and do yeah, a bunch yeah. of tricks and work up a certain score, and there were multiple yeah, it, goals it, it, for each it beha- stage. It behaved a lot like an arcade game. Yeah. Like a two minute timer on everything. Like if you can do like, I remember us in a college dorm room. Like if you can, if you can accomplish every goal here in the two minutes. Like holy shit, and we never were able to do it. Yes, mm-hmm. but then after two, two opened up. Like yeah, you can. You got time to do these other. Well, objectives two, two introduced manuals, which let you do yeah. these enormous yes. combos yes. that just stretched and the into I, that's infinity. The only thing I worry about, like the, the manuals, help stretch the combos, but so do the reverts in three and like. Yeah, to me, it's it's not like I don't want to revisit these unless the reverts. I ah, sorry. I, I think a, so. That's the thing. I don't. I don't know if they were very explicit. They mentioned so these would incorporate gameplay from other games. I think that means both manuals and reverts are possible in both Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two remastered. They they did that with the other remaster. It's it just that like uh, yeah that that was still pretty clunky. But like this does look cool. And it's not rocket science at this point. Like you can remake this game in a good way. And they got most of the the soundtrack back. Uh, they, most got of the soundtrack. Goldfinger, yeah. Power Man, Five Thousand. They Rage have against um, the machine. A, lo- a lot of the original cast. If you you know Tony Hawk, but, Andrew mm-hmm. Reynolds, Jeff Rowley, no Bam Margera, no say he wasn't in the. First what about time. Alyssa uh, Steamer? God damn it. She's in there. Chad Muska is in there. Steve Caballero is in there. The dragon. Off mic, we Matt and I talk a lot about Dark Side of the Ring. But if you haven't seen like epically latered and like, uh, and the, this is this one YouTube show for skateboarders, it's really weird the way they talk about Tony Hawk because like, it's like if no one knew what baseball was until there was a baseball video game, like yeah. the whole world lit up to skaters and punk music because of the Tony Hawk series. Oh, yeah. Totally. It, it changed everyone's life. You guys haven't lived until you've watched The Search for Animal Chin, and <laughs> then you you got excited about a Tony Hawk cameo in you, Gleaming There's a the YouTube Cube. video of Tony Hawk, like, how much did you make in the first Tony Hawk? And he just tells the story, like, 
I had never made that much money mm. in my whole life. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And then the, the Bam Margera documentary is like, nobody, like, people like the CKY stuff and Jackass was on the horizon, but like, I became a household name through the Tony Hawk series. Huh. It, it, it's fascinating. And there's a documentary, I believe, named after the Goldfinger song, Here I Am Doing Everything I Can. <laughs> yeah, they, they, um, they, Goldfinger recorded a quarantine video of them playing God, Superman, good. which I shared with you guys. That it's was awesome. pretty cool. Inexplicably feature, featuring the MXPX guy. Does yeah. anybody have an answer to that? Why is the MXPX guy, <laughs> lead singer, playing side for Goldfinger? I don't I, I, I doesn't wouldn't matter. Know. But I it's do amazing. know. I never understood um, that. Shortly after the first Pro Skater game came out, uh, Tony Hawk did like a guest appearance on Syphil and Ollie. And mm-hmm. Syphil's just like, yeah, I can do all the tricks now. And Tony Hawk shows up and is like, I hope you're not one of those posers who thinks that they can skate be- just because they played my game. And I'm like, I'm one of those posers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Because it's, Michael it made can, it Michael look so easy it. and fun. He can do a kickflip. Just grab the skateboard and push up on the D-pad uh-huh. and square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know remember hard- playing, working at a GameStop where um, the Tony Hawk game with the skateboard came out, and we had enough wow. to make a fork. Right. Oh, Jesus. Right. I have one of those I'm trying to get rid of right now. <laughs> like, I mean, I was working for Guitar Hero at the time, and that was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is our next peripheral game. I'm like, oh, you've jumped the fucking shark with mm-hmm. that plastic skateboard. I lightly skated. For like three years. Mm-hmm. Basically, I hung out with a bunch of skateboarders and loved everything they did in between skateboarding, Same. like jumping into hedges and breaking stuff. Uh, I have never in my life been able to do a kickflip. Never. Don't Same. understand it. Can't I, I figure can do it an out. ollie on like a carpet where the board isn't yes. going anywhere. <laughs> yes. I can't do any of that shit. It, it's mystifying. And I, this game is so... I love that this, yeah. for lack of a better word, sports game is so important to gaming mm-hmm. that it's it's almost more important than the sport it's representing. The legacy of that series should be bigger than it is. Like yeah. that that game series was gaming for several years and it's just like it's gone ignored like like fucking Neversoft is no they're no longer with us. They're they're yeah. dead as a studio. Activision yeah. can the whole fucking studio mm-hmm. that was great at this one thing. Um, it, this was this was a big part of gaming that I hope people actually realize and this is good enough to be like yeah. oh shit this because it's Pulling off a million point combo, I get it. It's not like skateboarding. Guess what? Wrestling's not like real fighting. I fucking love it. Give me. I would rather have a thousand Tony Hawks versus skate. There, I said it. Fuck you. We don't need skate three or four, whichever one you guys are asking for. We oh, need the bloopers. Better yeah, the bloopers are amazing. Glitches. <laughs> Which, so after you recommended them last week, Diana and I watched a bunch of them, and she could not tear herself away. So they're hysterical. Good job. What is this? What is this now? Skate three, blo- skate three bloopers. Yeah. Like it's go look him up mm, on YouTube. Skate three funny his, moments. Uh, he's right. like snake. All he's right. the king of it. Um, not 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 to be nostalgic, but like this this skating was sort of the community that I was in, based right. on like my music and my mindset. There's there's and, a heavy the Venn diagram of skaters and video game players. There's a huge crossover in that. Venn and I, oh, yeah. I watched all these people become gamers overnight because of like how well. The Tony Hawk series represented skating, mm-hmm. and like, and just I, I don't know. I have I have nothing but positive memories about the games. My girl and I roll around town all the fucking time with. There's a fucking Spotify Tony Hawk music channel. Uh, and oh, that's I will awesome! Never in my life admit that those people are saying Amoeba and not Tony Hawk. Well, if Tony you Hawk. a lot of the music you love in Guitar Hero games. You should thank Tony Hawk because that team at Activision, who I had to work with when I was there, they were built for the Tony Hawk games to license songs. And then they were like, okay, 
go ahead and take all that expertise and those relationships with with the record labels and now go license all this stuff for DJ Hero and Guitar Hero and all these I games. did like that the trailer was like, ah, police struck by dead Kennedys, yes. just like dead Kennedys would have wanted <laughs> to be in a commercial in 2020. Well, uh, funny thing. Well, like ev- I, I Everybody but Jello You've got Jello Biafra and everyone else, and everyone else wants to sell the fuck out, and Jello Biafra's like, no, I'm a... An art school dropout, and always will be. I still get to do college speaking tours. Yeah. I don't know what you're up to, bassist. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was such a cool moment for me, like being super into Dead Kennedys in high school, and then yeah. seeing, like, to- opening the Tony Hawk, like, that that first, the, the intro to Tony Hawk 2 was, like, yeah. police truck, and like, oh, shit! It's this song I love that's in this video game. That was that yep. that's why I loved that it was in that trailer. I'm like, this mm-hmm. they are not only capturing like Tony Hawk, it's like no, they're they're capturing one and two. Like mm-hmm. the vibe from yes. one and two. And I, I think two was for a lot of people where the series peaked. Like I know I know conventional is, wisdom is it is like no three is the best, but like two I think it was, it was like maybe the best classic Tony Hawk game? I don't know. Two's great. Yeah. I, I like three because of what it did with the, the levels changing as you kind of did certain yep. tasks mm-hmm. and it would expand the levels. The, the revert is, is, is the revert is a stupid move that doesn't exist in the universe. <laughs> but but it, like uh, uh, to connect vert tricks because like the, was the cool, game yeah. had neglected vert tricks. But the revert at, was the, a lesser manual. Like the manuals really would open that series up. And know, I think, I think the, the Chad Muska documentary on Vice like he he explicitly talks about like Tony Hawk, like we all learned who Chad Muska was because his grindability was better in the Tony Hawk games. Yeah. I'd never heard of this human being before. He's a fascinating man and who I love quite a bit. Did you guys hear and, what the pre-order bonus was for this game? Because it's perfect. No. If you pre-order this game, you get a oh, demo the of the warehouse yeah. level. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it, it, the physical version. If you pre-order, you get a fingerboard. <laughs> no, but if you, oh, <laughs> oh, that's going to be that's like epic. you get you get a bronzed. Tony Hawk ride board. <laughs> no, I no. still, I still like my girl. Like we're going through my shit in my garage, and like, why do you have so many skate decks autographed by Tony Hawk? And like, you're like, why don't Tony you? Because Tony Hawk's awesome. <laughs> He's the nicest guy I've ever met. I have only played Tony Hawk Underground. <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk hey, Thug is, is like not bad. Low key, my my guilty pleasure, my favorite. Yeah, for real. Because that was the one that let you scan your face into the game. And yes. then you, yes. you compete against your arch rival Eric Sparrow, who's always stealing your glory at every chance. But that's yes. also how I got Amp Three, and I love Amp Three so oh, fucking much. Okay. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> let's draw the line there. Fucking <laughs> ah, the I love the scrapbooking. It's so cute. But yeah, yeah, like that, that Tony Hawk, had, like I think, has a more important uh, for for us talking has a more important legacy in games than we acknowledge yep. and uh, I think it helped propel skateboarding to the next yeah. level and it, it made literally millionaires out of all these people if you t- those interviews with all of these people are fascinating because like they're getting sponsorship deals here and there but they're living hand to mouth until the video games yeah yeah Pretty much their sponsorship deals were like, hey, we're going to give you some free sneakers. Everybody but Tony Hawk was like not, their careers were not, Chad Muska's sleeping in a fucking park. Like, uh, these games made them household names overnight and have made them famous ever since. This game helped me ingratiate myself with one of my first bosses when I was an intern at a newspaper and was like shadowing this editor who she wanted to, like uh, a local skate park had opened. This was in Olympia, Washington, and she wanted to go and 
talk to girls who were skating there and talk to girl girl skaters and like I remember going and like there were some like boys who kept getting up in her face and like yeah talk to us and like well I want to talk to girls like ah oh, girls don't skateboard and I was talking to her afterwards like yeah, girls don't play video yeah, games like what about Alyssa Steamer and who I only know about because of Tony Hawk <laughs> and and she's like oh yeah Alyssa Steamer yeah no that's a really good point now that you mention it like my like uh. I was an intern at a, a video game editorial site, and like I got into my favorite magazine within two weeks of working there. Like, you like Tony Hawk? Because we all don't want to review this. Like, <laughs> That's what uh, you want to hear. Uh, you know, like, are you kidding? Like, I within one week of being here, I get to review my favorite game series in a game magazine. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! I remember when I was working at Activision on Guitar Hero, I, I drove to NeverSoft to because they at the time were working Guitar Hero, and like I get in the main lobby, and there's a full life size statue of Spider Man overlooking that lobby, and most people would be like, "Oh yeah, that's because they made the Spider Man games," and I'm like, "Yeah, but also like I remembered it like Spider Man in the Tony Hawk games as the unlockable mm. secret character is so fucking and cool, like and Darth Maul." Yes. Well, but, but Spider-Man was Tony Hawk too. I'll, I'll be curious if they can lock him down for this appearance. Mm. Who knows? It's, it's not be. impossible. We'll see. We'll see. I just I had this vision because Mike Michael shared that I, I've already seen that video. The Goldfinger quarantine videos are joyous. Mm. Goldfinger is one of my favorite bands. When I was a kid, I had the story pre-internet mm. of like traveling six towns over to see Goldfinger and then being sold out, walking to a Starbucks. Right. And then Goldfinger is there and put us on the guest list. You think you love Goldfinger? You have no idea how much better I am at that than you. <laughs> and, and and they've been like raging through these quarantine videos. It's hysterical. So here I, I hope. am with a song two decades old. <laughs> <laughs> Holding on to my mortgage. Uh, and, and like so so like I have a vision of like I hope they held out like no. You can license our song for more money. Yeah, I, I hope, hope so. I hope they held Activision over the fucking fucking banister. I, I like, hope what this is is we always talk about like kind of the testing the water games. Like maybe this is Activision saying, like, is it time to reboot the series? If this well, the, thing sells well enough, absolutely. The license is clearly back and that's the most right? surprising thing is we were kind of like Tony Hawk was like doing mobile games and shit and we're like oh, he's never working with Activision again and again and he seems to be back in bed with Activision on this which hey but he's always the best tweeter and he's like hey that Tony Hawk 5's out and it sucks <laughs> and, <laughs> right and like uh, you'll never see another one again um, doing more mobile stuff my favorite Tony Hawk tweet in the universe there was some BuzzFeed article that collected all of them that no one recognizes him. Yeah, right. And and, and like because he doesn't have him like squeeb. Yeah. Like he's in the line for the airport. Like yes, why? <laughs> the, the airport person like uh, uh oh Anthony Hawk Tony Hawk. Uh, I remember that guy. Me too. What do you think he's up to right now? This. <laughs> and, and like that's, that's his tweet. <laughs> It's great. It's great. Because he's also like six something and like super like lanky dude. Like he's a, he's a, an odd looking individual. You know, he stands out in yeah. the crowd. He's... I dated a guy that was like six something and a lanky dude. Kind of looked like Tony Hawk, but more blonde and more blue eyed. Okay. I'm upset that I haven't started dating Did he have him again, a McSqueeb? He, he needs the McSqueeb. Got to have the McSqueeb and then scabs all over your elbows and knees. That's how you know it was Tony Hawk. Yeah, I, I didn't mean this to be a nostalgia fest about Tony Hawk, but like me and my me and my girl have been like 
really nostalgic over the games. Because, like, sure. if you lived in the punk rock fucking, I don't know, like, hedgecore community, like, this is, this is super important, and it's really neat to see them back or relevant again. And it's that people be great. cared about them this much. It's I was like you're, it's validation for you. It, it was the first day since this virus has started that I woke up where the most shared thing on my page wasn't something terrible. Mm. It was about Tony Hawk. And I thought that was great. And, and I, I mean, we've seen gameplay videos at this point in addition to the trailer. It looks fucking amazing, but it looks like Tony Hawk. Like, the, yeah. you got the million point combos, endless combos, yeah, ne- but just it, in it Unreal. never needed to look amazing. I get that you need to sell it again. I'm just happy. Yeah. I'm so happy. I'll fucking buy it. I don't care. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. That's all the news that is fit to play. Hooray. Yay. Well, let's move on to the community segment. And the end of the show, last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what Star Wars property, be it a film, book, or comic, would you like to see as a game? Um, Kayla? You totally brought me in for this, didn't you? You knew it. Yes. And you did it. Do and it. I love it. Do it. Yes. Oh, I do have an answer for this. Please. <laughs> Please, go ahead. So... Okay, yeah. So yeah, go ahead. In the expanded, there's the expanded no! universe. Shut up. Kayla, can you give us your answer? Can you say it Yes, now? I can give you the answer. So, in the expanded universe, there is a book that talks about the beginning of the Jedi. It's called The Dawn of the Jedi, where mm. the Jedi originated, where midichlorians came from, <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Shut up. <laughs> and one of the books is based on a woman, and they're in that book, they're more like rangers- like Texas Rangers, like they just sure. like go out and do things, and they're like kind of cops, but not. Yeah, yeah, they're with space cops. Like with the special, galaxy with Rangers, special powers. But this isn't the galaxy. This is like one system. Mm. Like they haven't gone out into like the like the galaxy at large. They're still like colonists, and they're kind of like growing up into the system that has this thing, the Force, whatever it is. And I would love to see a video game where it was more like. A cop procedural mm, okay. with, like... Oh, shit. The Jedi. And they don't have a lot of, like, clout on them. They're more right. like the... Mm. Like the They're 1870s like Pinkertons, almost. Ooh, like like <laughs> L.A. Confidential, but with Jedi? Yes. Oh, shit. I was going to say I was gonna say Encyclopedia Brown, but that's way lower. <laughs> hey, man. Are lower. you a Jedi man? Because if you're a fucking Jedi, you have to tell me, man. That's how you the have law to, works. You have, yeah, you have to tell me. But it, it's, like... The dark side of the force is just coming in, and the light side, and you still have to like go through these huge ass trials. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see that as a game because they're not like it's weird. It, yeah, Callahan, your new partner's here. He's a Sith. It is true Sith. that like the <laughs> earliest Jedi stuff we have in terms of video game form is Kotor, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Where, and yes, the first Kotor. There's a not, there's supposedly not the, not the MMO. But there's supposedly thousands of years of Jedi history before that game even before that we've that. never explored mm-hmm. in games. So yeah. And there's not? tens of thousands of years of history of the Republic before that game. Right. There's comics that deal with like the lightsabers that are still attached to like packs on their like waist and shit. Ooh, shit. So nice. Oh, it's like the eighties. I got yeah. you. Yeah, like the eighties. Like when you had to have batteries for cell phones. Yes, in giant satchels. And, car phones and, were actually attached to your car. And, and yes, people, uh, we're doing sick of Star Wars right now. And Dave Filoni's thoughts on the Disney Gallery completely changed my notions of Phantom Menace. Oh man, <laughs> that guy rules, man! Like he, he deserves to shepherd the whole series. 
Mm. All right. Well, first answer on VigiGamePocalypse.com was from Chris Gittable, who says the second Jedi Purge happens before the events of The Force Awakens and is the event that results in Ben Solo becoming Kylo Ren. Given the events from Ren's perspective have been covered in comic form, I'd like a game that, in the style of Jedi Fallen Order, covers the Purge from the perspective of one of Luke's fledgling Padawans who survives the Purge and is pursued by the Knights of Ren throughout the New Republic. We know that some of Luke's students survived, however briefly, so covering their stories as someone entirely new to the Luke's Jedi to, to Luke's Jedi Order, just as it collapses, could give an interesting perspective on the events that drove Luke into exile. I have a name for this already. You guys ready for it? Uh-huh. Jedi shit. Binge and purge. <laughs> sure. I, I I hate all this. I, like, why are the Jedi like so talented yet so susceptible? They're to so dumb, dumb and gullible. They're like Republicans. Like, um, yeah, it's like it's like, <laughs> hey, you're great at juggling. You should join the clan. Jesus. <laughs> uh, from the official Laser Facebook community, Jesse Moore says, "I know you were kidding with Caravan of Courage, but I'd love to see an Ewok RPG." Caravan of Courage is very fantasy-like. There's weird magic and crazy monsters. You could have crazy berserker Ewoks like the two brothers. There's the old wizard Ewok with the cool magic stuff. Then you have Mace, the first Star Wars Mace, with his weird blaster. Go on a quest to help the little girl and then save the parents from the giant Gorax. Yeah, that would be badass. Who is smoking? Who ate so many edibles out of the what the hell? (laughs) I would also settle for something based on the Ewoks cartoon. Where the e e e e I love the fact Go that he points the out the characters can have the same first name. Like, yeah, uh-huh. there could be two Hans. It's sure. a fucking first name. You there know? can be two Maces. Yeah, it's a common name, man. It's like the John yeah, of the galaxy. Come on, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, Vincent Goodwin says I always love the aesthetic of Superstar, the Super Star Wars trilogy of games. And would like to see the other six movies made ooh, mm. made into 2D platformers oh, in a similar cool. style. Uh, super Phantom Menace all the way to Super <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker, <laughs> but also less punishing. Wow, can you imagine how many levels would be in Rise of the Skywalker? No, well, I just can't think of like Phantom Menace. The fucking Jar Jar Binks platforming would mm-hmm. suck. He, 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 you know, he would control like Luigi in Super Mario Two. You know that shit. Oh, yeah, he, he wouldn't even have his tongue that he. Uh, would, would just lick people's crotches with. I, I it would be like Bionic Commando, actually. You're right. It would be like Bionic Commando rearmed. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Oh, Jesus, Fuck. it would. And you'd have Jeez, to fight big monsters that ah. weren't in the movie. You'd have to fight like a 10-foot tall uh, Sebulba. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's the same guy. <laughs> Carrie Chandler. So my favorite Star Wars, Star Wars EU thing is Karen Travis's excellent Republic Commando series. Yes, yes thank you, thank you, yes. thank you, thank you. Which is based off of a video game. This game is so good. Yep. Uh, but the game takes place before the books. I love to see the game turn into a series of games somewhat in the vein of Mass Effect series that follows the storyline of the books. Republic Commando is the best game. I swear to fucking Christ, it is, it is, it, it, it is, it is. It is really is. good, yes. I have a confession that Star Wars books, I've read one my whole life. It's a huge fanboy blind spot to me. It just, they just mm. didn't have I the time to get to them. all of them. All of them through high school. I think I read read the Tron uh, the Thrawn trilogy and the Truce at Bakura and from, I, I don't know. 
after that. And I was I was hoping there was a Tron trilogy out there. What, <laughs> what the, was Jeff the, Bridges? It's the Tron trilogy. trilogy. It's the it's the Vong trilogy. Mm. Um, it's the like the Mass Effect Andromeda of Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, mm. where beings from another galaxy have come across dark space to invade that galaxy. And the Truth of Akura uh, is the romance book that blooded me. <laughs> that blooded you? Sorry. So what? Did, did what? I need, I need term, more details. So this is the term in romance: the books that blooded you. It's the books that got you into the thing. Huh. All right. Okay. No, it is. It is the thing that got you into it. Like Truth Bakura is the book that got me into the Star Wars EU. Mm. It's also the first audiobook I listened to because I just had that eye is surgery. correct, and they have dinosaurs. What the fuck is that? Mm. They're dinosaur aliens. <laughs> so weird. I mean, the only Star Wars book I read had ships that were actually living beings that they just happened to use as ships. It was weird. Well, that's what they use on Vong. Had, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the use on Vong. Yeah. The um, only the only Star Wars books I read came with a cassette tape or a record. <laughs> like, Hell yeah! I do have <laughs> an original Empire Golden Strikes Back book. on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Thank you, first print. Nice. Um, Planet of the Hoojibs represent. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, Republic Commando. Is one of the best games on Xbox or PC. It's great. It's a, it's a cool yeah. premise. Like, hey, we're going to put it's, you inside the helmet of a stormtrooper. Yeah, and they talk to each other, and they have relationships with each other, mm-hmm. and they have fun with each other, and they have it's like a brotherhood. Yeah. And they don't miss when they shoot, motherfuckers? They, yeah. Well, I mean, it's because they're fucking clones. <laughs> <laughs> and not not fallible humans. Okay, I know, they're all they're all basically like well, they're, they're like Cobra. Okay, when you're seeing stories from their perspective, they're excellent shots. All right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would love to see Republic Commando in a Mass Effect series setting. Like that'd be cool. That would be so, cool. Michael, this question was so fucking epic. It took an expert to respond with a video response. Yes, it did. Here we go, Chris Baker, everybody. Hey, it's an occasional guest of the show, Chris Baker, here with an answer to the question of the week. This is one I just could not pass up. I've got so many answers to this, and I'm just going to touch on three real (laughs) quick. First of all, you guys remember Super Star Wars, right? On the Super Nintendo? They all basically followed the original trilogy's plot, but they added stuff like Luke fighting a Sarlacc pit and Luke slaughtering Jawas. Give me that and all of its side-scrolling ridiculousness for basically every other Star Wars movie. I think it would work really well and be a lot of fun. But as for something more modern, after Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order came out, and after I saw The Rise of Skywalker, I thought it would actually be really cool if there were some sort of kind of DLC mission that lets you play as Luke and Leia. Imagine something set right after Return of the Jedi. There's apparently like about a year where Luke is training Leia. And of course, we see in Rise of Skywalker, Leia actually matches Luke's abilities at one point. It would be awesome to play as Leia and basically progress her to that point. They go out on some kind of mission and uh, they traverse the galaxy just like Cal did. And speaking of Cal, let's just say that Jedi Fallen Order 2, my dream scenario, is called Jedi Fallen Order 2 Crimson Dawn. The first game actually takes place about the same time that Solo, a Star Wars story, did. And if you remember how that ended, it was revealed that Maul is still out there and leading the Crimson Dawn crime syndicate. I think it'd be really cool if that game just kind of plunged into the underworld of Star Wars, almost in a Shadows of the Empire kind of way. 
and the ultimate bad guy in this would be someone recognizable like Maul. And speaking of Shadows of the Empire, a game like that would be the perfect place to bring in Prince Shizor into Star Wars canon. May the Force be with you guys, and look for something cool to celebrate the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back on Superhero.vg, my YouTube channel, soon. Talk to you later. Yeah, Bye. Damn. Those baby Metroid sounds playing in the background. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I think it's his actual baby. Yeah. Um, oh, so, so, okay. so big VGA official congratulations yes. to Seabake on the new addition baby. to the family. Yay, congratulations. I love you, Seabake. But I, I thought Crimson Dawn was like uh, Chief Palpatine uh, red, like <laughs> Dusk Capital or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Seabake has has more sway than any of us because he's actually worked on Star Wars shit. So, yeah. like, those ideas could actually happen one day. So, yeah, I'm all for all of those. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Seabake. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, okay, new question of the week. Let's keep this ball rolling. What is an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that you would like to see be transformed into a game that hasn't already? Uh, everybody's just going to say this, so I'm going to say it. Fucking Running Man, just do it. Get it over with. It's a video we can game. all be happy. Um, but anyway, it's, it's one of the, it's one of the best bad movies I've ever it's, seen. In my how can you life. say it's a bad movie? It's wonderful. It's I'm not. It, it, it's a beautiful movie. It is. It's fucking great. It is. It's, it's <laughs> thank beautiful. you. Thank it you. should be Wait, bad, but way. it's the, really good. Because I wanted to convey some desperation. You know what the other best bad movie ever made was? Sure. Total Recall. And, and that, Recall that deserves it. a good game because this, right. the NES mm-hmm. games for that are some of the worst ever made. It's notoriously terrible, but like the idea of like fighting for the right for Mars to breathe mm-hmm. would be a great fucking game right about now. Uh, it really would. It's it's one of the most violent movies I've ever seen in my whole life. I've never seen Arnold Schwarzenegger show this kind of disregard to innocent civilians. <laughs> my favorite scene was when they took the elevator to work every day that went through the planet. That was that was so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And- Wait, is there another movie you guys talking about? I'm talking about the Colin Farrell movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, what? no, no, make it about the Colin Farrell movie, which I haven't I'll seen. I'll kill you, dude. I'll fucking kill you. I'll, I'll murder you, and I'll, I'll lay you on, on like, like parsley on Len Wiseman's grave. Like, I think we're overdue for a collateral damage video game. How about you guys? I want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger dressed like my mom trying to get through security before pulling a terrorist act. Like, this shit is... Total Recall is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And, and you can... There's plenty of fucking little people to beat up. And then, if you have VR, you can motorboat three boobies. See how that goes. <laughs> the trifecta, as I like to call it. Um, so my, my quick, easy answer is I would love to see an official Arnold skin for a Conan game because every time we've gotten that, it's based on the comic, not necessarily the movies. Mm. Uh, I think it'd be great to – in my Conan is, is – uh, Conan the Barbarian is, is Arnold. But my it, real answer – Ever since I've been in the game industry, I'm like, what kind of a nerd do you think I am? <laughs> I've never experienced Conan without Arnold. Well, are you those crazy? comics are – I don't read those I love that we're comics. saying Conan like the yeah. talk show host. Well, it's we, Conan, we, man. We had a, uh, a co-worker back in the future days who was like yeah when the Conan and the Barbarian movies came out like he's supposed to be like black haired and like this blonde guy comes out and plays him it's not the same like I've met the only hu- I've now met the only human being who cares about the Robert E. Howard fucking Conan novels right. like Jesus fucking Christ I so so my real answer is something it's more about the premise the, the movie itself I, I think is fine it's overlooked as an Arnold movie mm-hmm. but I like post-apocalyptic or or apocalyptic fiction 
End of Days, I think, is an underrated Arnold movie. I know it's not great, I think but it's, it's... I think it's better suited for a video game. I think it's honest. very good, and I would love to see... A lot of games have attempted to do the, the, the biblical apocalypse and have done it really wrong. I would love to see an End of Days game that gets all that shit right with you as the badass, muscular Arnold. Why not? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. End of Days. But you have to use Shackler's Revenge from Guns N' Roses somewhere in there. No, you somewhere don't. there needs no to be a uh, Guns N' Roses song for the first time in ten years. I think it would be fun to do a, a twins dating simulator. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a visual novel, if you will. No, an actual like Dream Daddy dating simulator, but it's twins, and either you nice. can either date Danny DeVito or Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> mm. Wonder which one and you it, go with. That, that is Vito, actually a Sophie's choice, yeah. <laughs> yes. No, you go straight to Junior's and then you date Emma Thompson because that's the obvious choice, no mm. matter if you're a woman or a man, uh, because the other two are crazy. Isn't uh, one of the women in Twins John Travolta's wife, right? It's uh, Kelly Preston? Kelly Preston, right? Isn't she in that? I don't know. I've never actually I may be seen that totally movie. misremembering that movie. <laughs> movie's great. I just can't imagine the game. Like, I'm just going to, like, spend my whole day seeking out whoever is going to breed Danny DeVito. Hey, I'm the girl of your dreams. <laughs> hey, look at me. Sweet. Like, I just want to see that revisited with, like, a Metal Gear Solid sensibility. Like, I'm the twin you stole everything good from. <laughs> And there still is that rumored twin sequel with Eddie Murphy as the third twin. Oh, and shit. I, I, have to, oh, I shit. hope that fucking happens. I thought there was one with, like, Jason Momoa and somebody else. I Fuck mean, that. Bring uh, me. Eddie Murphy, man. That's got it. Yeah. They Give me dudes who are that. way past their prime who shouldn't be starring yeah. in movies anymore. Right. Please. This should be their shitty Expendables. <laughs> yeah. They should just call it <laughs> Twins 2 Shitty Expendables. Expendables. <laughs> 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 That should be the next Expendables movie sequel. Should be called Shitty, shitty, shitty Expendables. Like, and all no, 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 the old men are dying. And it should be called Truly. It should be called Truly Expendable. Like Truly Expendable. Like no, these guys are really expendable. Yeah. <laughs> Chris and Michael are both dying of laughter. You're yeah. welcome, everybody. Twi- <laughs> Twins too. Waste of oxygen. Like just. just <laughs> Do it. Just fucking do it. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Twins was really <laughs> Twins was really actually fucking it might be one of my favorite Arnold movies as well. I like the bad Arnold movies, is what I'm saying. There's no bad come. Arnold movie. Except for collateral damage. <laughs> Last Action Hero, what? I I love that movie. Last Action Hero had some great ideas but was ultimately a very mediocre film. It gave us Veronica Vaughn, motherfucker. It's like, it, fuck that. It's it like Rick F. and Morty. Murray Abraham it's, 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 and, and, like, referencing his role in uh, Amadeus. Like, he said you killed Mozart. It's Roger Rabbit meets fucking Rick and Morty. Yeah. Last action hero rule. Mm. That movie's good, dude. It's, it, really it's, good. it's, like, I watched it recently. It's like, it's got a lot of fantastic ideas, and I remembered it as much better than it was. So. I thought that was funny to make y'all mad. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Kayla. Why do you have. I, I to this day, remember the scene where he, he describes why movie uh, phone prefixes can't actually work. It's like, there's only 9,999 options here if every phone number begins with 555. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah. he's right. I just love it when they go to the video store and they see, like, Terminator yeah. starring Sylvester Stallone. This is his greatest rule. Danny DeVito is the animated cop cat. Uh, it, 
That movie was ahead of its time because it was internet in joke meme shit in also, mainstream movies before. Charles that Dance, Tywin Lannister is the villain. Is the yes. villain, yeah. It's... Well, okay, well, hold on. He's the villain from Golden Child. Fuck the Tywin Lannister shit. I mean, he's... Tywin Lannister was a pretty fucking Dracula villain, from man. Dracula Untold. Motherfucker, he's Evans. a demon enemy in Golden Child Who with Eddie Murphy. Who cares? That yeah, movie's he amazing. wasn't shot with a crossbow <laughs> in the toilet. Michael, um, so. I, 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 I want the knife. knife. Also, fatty asses. What? <laughs> 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 I, I don't know why that was Are you talking about me? Are you talking about me? I love quarantine episodes. We've gone off the rails once again. <laughs> we really have. This is like, a, what, an hour and a half into the second segment? Can we call We're this good. episode fatty asses? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Timmy can go to hell. Oh. By the way, only in an '80s movie like Twins can Arnold wear a suit that looks too big on him. That was the '80s to a T. Yep. Like this man is gigantic. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. <laughs> all suits had to be gigantic. The, the shoulder pads had mm-hmm. to be at least mm-hmm. twice your arm span. All right. So, what is an Arnold movie that you would like to see be made into a game? Let us know. Go to videogameapocalypse.com and answer they, under the comments for episode 367. Alternately, you can hit us up at the official Laser Time community on Facebook or ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Anyway, that's been our show. Kayla, once again, plug your podcast, let people hear it. So mm-hmm. I am the host of PNB. That's podcast and bullshit. You can mm-hmm. find us on Twitter at PNB Cast. You can find me on Twitter at Kayla Neal Writes. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash PNB, where we do Grind Forever, uh, our role-playing, uh, level select. We've probably got an alpha after Alpha, which is our live play D&D cast that we like to do, our, our main show, which is also hilarious. And I'm, I love all my internet sons equally, except for... Robert, I like him more. Uh, that's it. <laughs> all right. Wonderful. Chris? And uh, patreon.com slash laser time is how we support all this. 302010 this week. Uh, you guys have been joining me to talk about the anniversaries of video games every month. Mm-hmm. It is the 10 year anniversary next week of Red Dead Redemption. Oh, shit. And yeah. My Which best I know game you guys of last generation. About on your regular show, but we will get into it. All three of us. Yes, I like. I would really like to get into it with people who have, uh, I don't know, played it or co- let's say completed, or maybe one hundred percent of it. Like I this also guy played the multiplayer. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's the same week as Alan Wake and fucking Bit Trip Runner, and like it's crazy the I amount. I still of have my collector's edition of Alan Wake. Wow, that's great! Really? You saw the David Bowie songs <gasps> and the Verizon ads. Mm. Yes, yay, <laughs> Duracell. Yeah, there it is. Like the artist intended it. (laughs) (laughs) Want a Verizon ad right here. Uh, uh, And uh, Laser Time, um, we're working on it. Jesus Christ, I am so fucking exhausted and have had so many personal weird things happen in my life, uh, as have most of you. Um, We're keeping up with stuff. Sick of Star Wars should have its third episode. Mega big third episode mega big uh, T3 games episode um, I want to put a bonus time up there as soon as I can but like dude I have done nothing but like edit in every m- amount of my free time I am tired, I'm tired. <laughs> I, uh, but I love love the Laser Time Network thank you so much for your support um, and yeah someone else go 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, TL Foster a free plug. I have been loving his Fresh Prince of Bel-Air podcast, Live from the Pool House, which basically breaks down uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode by episode. I will be doing uh, an an upcoming episode. I cannot wait. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's... um, I, yeah, I really love it. it. It just kind of, it's comfort food to me right now. It takes me back to a time where I was a young man in the, in the 90s and reliving those early episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air before Will Smith became the uber, super duper movie star that he is. And uh, yeah, TL, hosted by T.L. Foster, who is my co-host on Cheap Podcast, the Laser Time Network's unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. And I want to I do it before it's locked behind HBO Max. Have you seen those commercials? For HBO Max, it's like Rick and Morty, Friends, Fresh Prince. Like, Fresh Prince is your third? Like, <laughs> what is on the surface? <laughs> uh, but Fresh Prince is, is going to HBO Max and will never be seen likely again. It's weird. Uh, but, like, it will be very difficult to find if you're not going to pay. It, it, as far as I know, it's the most expensive streaming service with a fourteen ninety nine a month. That, that's how much HBO Max costs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big catalog with new Adventure Time movies and Looney Tunes. They got me. I, I don't know what to do. I have to fucking cancel something. Uh, maybe Netflix. <laughs> maybe Netflix for more Looney Tunes and Adventure Time and Fresh Prince. We'll see. Well, if you like Adventure Time, I'm going to plug Midnight Gospel on Netflix uh, before you cancel it as per Chris's recommendations. Also, the new She-Ra's coming out soon. Oh yes, yes, it'll be Season out by the five, time this episode airs. I'm so happy about that. Um, I just got caught up. But uh, yeah, Midnight Gospel is animated by Penn Ward and is just basically a series of podcast episodes that have animation around them and they get into some really weird metaphysical shit. So uh, check that out, I guess. Um, anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Or me personally at Wikiparas, I will very occasionally say funny shit. But in the meantime, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You want to see a bad haircut? Check out the one I gave myself, which has like. <gasps> oh my god! Mean, this no! is in the center, and like I thought this was the the headphones at first. No, it just did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to no. make fun of my hair? Check out Simple Jack over there, <laughs> and like. <laughs> <laughs>